0: BGM
1: Them way there welcome back ladies and gentlemen to another show that's right you are here with your host Mike Stiggy with something you might not never know nothing about and I got my co-host here Dan DNA aka Dan Dolph you know what I mean the Dan Gorgon i mean, that's it you're in yeah yeah Right, Dennis Baratheon. That time <laughs> so you don't see him on the camera. When it depends. <laughs> it depends Dennis what I'm Barathian. doing,
2: doesn't it? It's the uh, the Dennis Baratheons, like with the, the moody, yeah, like the moody. What I could have been king. You just want to get your that's, stuff back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's where your Dennis Baratheon is. Like. Really uh, yeah, I'm all right.
1: yeah, man. Welcome back, man. Good to see you, lot all uh, the chat room crew, of course. The Uncommon senses, as always, man. Big up to my brother, Blue Fliggy. My brother, Robbie Love. My brother, King Chico. I see Boombap Sorcerer up in here. My brother, Black Einstein. Jeez! My sis, Liz Williams. Yes. Tempest Elixir in the building. What's going on? All right, all right. We're just getting started. Getting warmed up. Do you know what I mean? Let me get the roll call in early because I do feel bad sometimes. I don't get a roll call out. Especially after last week. We had a 420 special um, with our brothers, John ZD and Mem DVG man. And yo, if you missed that show, please go back and listen. Uh, you know, if you celebrate 420, um, I want to apologize, you know, just in case you find out some things that you shouldn't have, you wish you didn't. But, you know, this is what we're here to do, <laughs> is talk the talk that people don't want to walk, you know what I mean? That's the, what we do right here. Something you might not never know nothing about, as I said. and Before we go any further, we've got to b- give a big shout-out to the CMOSBOSS.co.uk because, um, you know, we got to make sure people out there are supplemented with the right type of foods, the right type of minerals, the right type of nutrients. If we didn't do that, we wouldn't be doing what we're here supposed to Like You know what I mean? What we're supposed to do. This is like spread the knowledge, man. Let people know. I'm a prime example, I can say, of someone who's benefited from sea vegetables, whether it be dose, the wakami, you know what I mean, the kelp, uh, what else? Spirulina. Yeah, and I this is the thing. People gotta realise I wasn't into spirulina before. I was like, nah, yeah. I don't know about all that. Doctor Sabu's like, Spirulina is not good, is you know what I mean? So you like, okay. But then you start to find out there are different types of spirulina. There's spirulina grown here, grown there, and depending on where it's grown and how it's grown, it could be very beneficial, very high in protein and whatnot. And so we've learned over the years that, you know, sometimes they could put out um, certain information on superfoods that might not be true. So it is always up to us to try and find out for ourselves. As I say, do your due diligence. Don't believe me, don't believe the hype at all. Just go out there and look for yourself and you'll find out. And then the other thing is you can test it for yourself. Do you know what I mean? If you can be bothered to do that. Um, that's one thing I did. And when I noticed, I, was, I realized like, wow, when I back in the day when I thought I was um, buying CMOS and making it and it was, you know, supposed to be good for me, but I didn't really do much. It wasn't a good CMOS. It's yeah. like that dry stuff that you get yeah. in a local halal shop type thing. Yeah. you know what I mean? That's well, they not...
2: sell it in cans in Sainsbury's in the Jamaican section. <laughs> Can't see <this. laughs> <laughs> yeah <I> mean, <laughs> that ain't gonna is... be as good as yes. ain't gonna be as good as this one
1: it's a joke man and so um all these sea, different various um sea vegetables are available at the uk and contain um vitamins and minerals such as manganese copper chromium zinc vitamins a b1 b2 b3 b6 b12 c and e that's dulse right there jeez then you got things like uh, the wakami, which is um, high in vitamins A, B2, C, D, and K. What I'm getting at, basically, is, you know, you get yourself a, a, a nice variation of different sea vegetables. And these are all wildcrafted, organic as well. They're mm. not, like, taught how to grow or nothing like that. Like, bro, do you, man? Hang on to whatever it's you not, got. Hang on. It's One not
2: battery sea moss.
1: Nah, no. it's not no battery sea moss. They ain't quacksinated sea moss. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ain't no GMO, boss. Nothing like that. Just pure and natural, straight from the um, coast of Donegal. You know what I mean? The Wild Atlantic Way, which we've been hearing about. Um, not many people knew that there's a lot of fish around that area as well. There a lot of uh, a, a mass amount of like UK fishing happens around that way, around the coast, because the waters are clear. Waters mm-hmm. are clean, you know, because they're moving waters. There's not as much pollution around there. I mean, more proof, but you got you look into it yourselves anyway. But make sure if you do get yourself um, any former sea vegetables, especially things like the sea CMOS gel, um, the dulse and whatnot, bladder rack, then get yourself to the Cmusboss.co.uk And when you get to the checkout, make sure you type in about 20, that's A B O U T in uppercase, and the number 20, and you'll get yourself 20% off any order. Marvel lovers. I felt like doing a little Irish dance there, but...
2: We need a little graphic of you doing an Irish jig across the bottom of the screen while you're doing (laughs) it. Yeah. That's like a time.
1: That'll be a meme right there, man. That'll get me in trouble out there. (laughs) I was wearing the high socks as well. (laughs) Yeah, man, but I'm telling you, my nail's come off now. The nail that was broken, it's finally off. It looks kind of weird, the finger, but... It's amazing what happens. So, basically, underneath the nail... I think I mentioned it before, but underneath the broken nail, that, the skin that's there starts hardening and then yeah. forming a nail itself. It turns into a nail. Yeah, That's how amazing the body is, man. And I feel like, you know, making sure that I'm uh, dosed up, you've got to dose up. When it comes to the nutrients, you've got to dose up
2: yeah that it's helps weird that the when growth. the nail grows up it grows back in it it's like it's like you say it's sort of like the skin itself has been programmed to just become nail in that area yeah so even yeah. if you take the nail off it just goes back to being a nail yeah it's like as if
1: as soon as air hits it you know oxygen yeah. if you think about when you cut yourself and then you bleed and then it scabs up because of the air mm. in it if you put if you left a plaster on it it wouldn't scab up as quick yeah
2: still gets weird it still gets it still goes all wet, doesn't it? It's good. Yeah, but, it doesn't, but underneath the, the scab's is... always wet. So when you yeah. pull the scab, so the plasters acting like the scabs, so your body thinks the plaster's the scab, but it's
1: not really. It's not no. Nah, because yeah. it needs more. The, the plaster's not really as effective as you think no. it is, as opposed to. But what all your skin, still, all
2: your skin, still goes all like weird and wet underneath yeah. the plaster. Yeah,
1: but think about yeah. what your skin does when it does scab up. That means that it's really, you know, it's uh, containing that area. You know, way more than
2: any man-made yeah. plaster could do. It needs, the, the body needs to have a wet environment to heal. Mm. So that's why you have inflammation. Yeah. Because it creates like a pocket of water in that area to, you know, to allow all of these little bacterias and uh viruses to come in and like mm. clear bits out. And, yeah. you know, TB and all these other little things that come in and eat away the cells and... And you've got the it needs cell. to be in liquid you know in a, in a liquid environment that's, that's why, why you get when you have a splinter say. you get water in there don't you like a lymphy, like a pus and yeah the pus. Pus is that's all pus, out. Is. Yeah. pus is just the, the shit being pushed pushing out dead out. cells bad stuff mad man bacteria and,
1: you know to, to, to think like how many people still don't understand how powerful the human body is you know they kind of it's like everything's disregarded in such a way mm. And then even looked at it as like, yeah, well, you know, luckily we've been able to survive. It's like, no, nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> you think this is luck? This is <laughs> God-given. This is God-made, man. This ain't no luck. You talk, what are we talking about right now, son? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah, man. So, yeah, yeah. It's a funny one, man. But um, before we get into it, yes, I've got to make sure. Big up, Sinead. Big up, nice one, J.M., all the crew coming in. Robbie Love, what's going on? Jeez, it's been a minute, boy. You know what I mean? I hope everyone's recovered from their 420, by the way. I got mash-up. I definitely got mash-up last week. Mm. But big up to John ZD and Mem DVG. Please check out the last uh, episode if you missed that. Um, Shout-out to all the silent listeners, as always. Tonight, we're going to get into something special with a friend of mine. Um... Yeah, I got to, uh, you know, I told a few people about my ayahuasca experience, you know what I mean? Man got the ego death, <laughs> drive by on the ego, you know what I mean? <laughs> three times, three times in a row, boy, drive, do, 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 ego was like,
0: <gasps> 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 <sighs> It'll save me.
1: And you know, it's refreshing. That's the one thing I can say is as intense as it can be, you know, some people say it's not that intense for them, but for me, it was refreshing and it. You know, it's good to do it around the right, you've got the right people around you, you know what I mean? Regardless of whoever else is out there, Mm. you know, and so this is one of the people that was there with me. Um, She does uh, energy healing, you know what I mean? So we're going to talk about that. But there's a, a whole bunch of other stuff you might not never know nothing about. So ladies and gents, without further ado, let me introduce you to my friend Anuka, Anuka Yang. Let's get some fire emojis, some love hearts, whatever you feel like, candy floss, whatever. <laughs> What's your favourite sweet, Adu?
3: I don't have one anymore because I don't eat nah, it, see it shit. there. Yay.
1: Hey. <laughs> That's the intro right there. Welcome yeah. to the show. How are you doing?
3: Bueno, thank you. Great. Really happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
1: Ah, thank all you right. for coming Ta- through, man. I know it was a bit last oh, minute, so pleasure. we always appreciate that. Yes. That's
3: how we roll in Mexico.
1: Exactly. Okay. So you're out in Mexico living you're yeah. living free, more or less yep. off grid, right?
3: No, I've got Wi Fi. <laughs> I watch
1: Netflix. We well, no, but I mean, okay, yeah, I guess. Well, if you got Netflix, yeah, you can't be off grid. That's you're fully plugged <laughs> <Exactly>. in. <laughs>
3: I still I still
1: use Amazon, have to. Yeah, see. so you get Amazon deliveries where ah. you
3: are.
1: Well yeah. but you're like in the mountains, no?
3: But it's in a little mountain town called San Cristobal de las Chapas mm-hmm. and it's tiny but I'm living in this compound that's uh, used to be a forest and all these houses are just built around it but it's a mixture of locals and also people like me travelers and gringos for want of a better word so okay, it's goes. it's pretty high class it's not a cement hut or anything and everyone
1: Everyone has Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi is just part of life now, isn't it? Yeah, well, we've got that. Well, we're talking about that, man. The Wi-Fi being part of life so much yeah. so that um, I don't know if you heard, but we had a uh, on um yes on Sunday was it? Yeah, Sunday, yeah. three p.m. Mine happened at two fifty-nine. I was I felt violated. Did you
3: not switch your phone off or anything? I
1: couldn't work out how to do it. Uh, there was a time when I was trying to do it and then I got distracted and then I never... And then so, yeah, it, I was at a restaurant and it went off and it's like everybody... You could just feel this weird energy like, oh, something's going on. And then I, look, I was like, oh, man, I forgot to turn the thing off, man. How dare they interrupt me whilst I was getting tucked in <laughs> <laughs> some lab chops <laughs> Sunday <laughs> That's afternoon. It. Yeah, so it felt a bit, but that's the crazy thing is that now they've, um, it almost in a way, it kind of shows how many, they've they've shown how many people are attached to their devices, Mm -hmm. how the devices have more or less become part of us to the point where they tried to make, you know, it's almost like they tried to make the Cyrus go through the phones, you know, when they did the track and tracing. Mm -hmm. like That's how they make it spread more than they could in any other way, you know, well, you just walk past somebody that had it, so yeah, now you better go home and do the, you know, shoot, and you're telling everyone at work, you know, all your friends are, I can't see you because so-and-so, hold on, I saw you about three days ago though. Oh, I bet, you know, they tried to do there that with the with the whole track and tracing thing, but obviously it didn't work. But it just shows how attached we are. And yeah, anyway, <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> but, but yeah, so we wanted to talk to you about, obviously, get how did you end up in Mexico? I want, you know, people <laughs> to understand this is a journey that they might not never know nothing about. A lady, Anuka here, uh, defeated, you know, something that a lot of people would be very scared of and might end up being in the wrong place by speaking to the wrong people. But yeah, first of all, you know, the journey, what made you decide, all right, I'm up and leaving the UK.
3: So basically up until the age of 38, I just lived a very ordinary London life. I was living in Hackney, I was married, I was a human rights lawyer, and I was just really, really unhappy. Did a lot of coke, uh, went shopping a lot, ate loads of shit just to stuff all my feelings down, but I always knew that kind of life, the kind of nine-to-five living, just going to work, coming home, going to bed, hiding out the weekend. I knew it was just wasn't sustainable for me. Mm. And anyway, it all came crashing down in 19... no, 2008. Mm. And I was doing the washing up one day at Christmas and my voice, my inner voice, my intuition finally said to me, if you stay in this marriage, it's only one space for one person and it's not going to be you and you've only got one life. So from that moment on, I knew I had to leave my marriage. Mm. I had to leave my job and all that. So it's just slowly I got rid- I got rid of the job first because also I was a human rights lawyer, which all sounds great and whatever, but it was never, you know, crazy amounts of money not like a city lawyer and I didn't want to get caught up into the money trap. All right. In terms of Ending up earning so much money that you can't leave. I think at the time I was earning 35 grand, which is, I don't know, I mean, I don't know if that's a lot of money nowadays, but Mm. that's all it was. So I left before I started making partnership and all that. And plus, I just didn't like it. So I left back first, then I left the husband. Then, because I left the husband, I had to leave the house. And then I had to house share after, like, 17 years living in my own property and being in a relationship. But all that was just teaching me how to stand on my own two feet. Mm. And just the fact, yeah. And just as I got the divorce papers through, I think it was my birthday. And on the night of my birthday, I came back from celebrating present. and I found a lump on my breast. Oh, wow. And usually I would just like, ah, it's nothing. But again, my voice said to me, go to see the doctor tomorrow. So I did. And they said, Oh, it's probably nothing. But I actually found out it was cancer. And so that kind of like started a whole that was when it was like, now I've got to really wake up. Mm. And I tried to kind of like go down the traditional route, but they were like, they I think I don't know how many biopsies they had, I had so many biopsies on my poor boot, and they could not find out, they couldn't locate exactly how big the cancer was or where it was and whether there was any more tumors. And they said to me, oh, I think the best thing for you to do is to have a mastectomy. And this was after telling me that it was a stage one cancer and the most serious one is stage four. And I just thought, what the fuck?
0: Hmm.
3: And on that point, I just thought, you know what? I'm gonna just... And whilst they were doing that, it was a five month gap between the diagnosis and then saying that to me. And during those five months, all I did was just sit with this knowledge that I had cancer and just allow it to come into my body and just allow myself to be all right with that news and not get in a panic Mm. and not go around making it into a drama that it's it's not. And I was really careful who I had in my inner circle during that time. There was Aisha, your beautiful wife, Mm. my best mate, and also my other best mate, Jill, who I've known since I was 13 and that was it. Everyone else I thought, it's not Hollyoaks drama and you're making it. It's just, you're taking ownership of it and it's none of your business. So there was that. And then, yeah, and then my housemate's best friend's wife happened to be a nutritionist. And he said, go and see, go and see Anna, she'll sort you out. Mm. So I spoke to her and she said, yeah, I can help you. And I just basically went on this diet and I just cut out all carbohydrates all sugar mm. to shrink the tumour because it's the sugar that's toxic I and from doing that I noticed that so much food had inbuilt sugar in, inbuilt carbohydrate yeah and the funny thing was as soon as like before I changed my diet I was eating kebabs my <laughs> last meal before I changed the diet was fishing chips down Roman road you know I mean I had no I I just loved just eating crap food yeah and then I literally, the next day, I went to Whole Foods, bought everything, threw all the meat, the processed food, everything away, and just started eating tons of leafy green vegetables. And it was literally like a shot at my bum. Wow. Nice. It was literally like day and night. It was literally like fucking hell. It's like fuel, real fuel for the body. Mm. And I just thought, oh, yeah. So anyway, so... We went back to so back to the hospital, so they were like, "Yeah, you think you need them to step to me?" And I just well, "I'm not doing it." I said, "Give me three months and let me see if I can sort myself out." Hmm. And they were like, "Well, you do know you can die." And I said, "Well, we're all dying at some point, but I'm not having you tell me what my body means.
1: And you see, you
3: don't know what you're talking about.
1: How they go straight to that, like straight away. Yeah. That's the first thing yeah. they want to tell you, and that that creates yeah. that's, that, the that idea of that is to create the fear for you today. Yeah. No, actually, okay, then chop me. Yeah, just yeah. Chop, chop me up. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. okay. So then you, you you, were like, all right, cool. Yeah, you can say that, but let so me go I, and...
3: Yeah, I said, give me three months. I want to try it my way. And I think what gave me the courage to do that was actually, you know how everything, you join the dots to your life, mm. being a human rights lawyer, I had to sue the police. I had to sue the government. I had to just basically stand up to these authorities mm. on behalf of the clients. And so it just gave me that steadiness in me to go, yeah, you're Mr. whatever, because they're not called doctors, the surgeons, they're called Mr. Mm. And they call you by your Christian, you know, by your first name. Mm. So I had to call them Mr. Brad, you know, blogs. Mm. And they would call me Susie, which is what my name was at the time.
0: Mm.
3: So there was already that hierarchy. But because of my work, my previous work, I, was just, I wasn't scared of them. I thought, well, you just, you don't know, you don't know. You don't know actually, you're just throwing things at it. I know more about me. So I changed the diet and I was doing all these different protocols like coffee enemas, um, not eating any carbs, like I said, hot and cold showers every day, doing rebounding, a little trampoline from Liddles to get my lymph node going. Mm. And that was all I did for three months. And then I finally went to Hong Kong just to visit my family. And uh, I told them about my diet. They were absolutely fine about it. In fact, they were more strict with it than me. You know, Mm. they would not let me eat a biscuit. I'm like, it's only a biscuit on my holiday. No, it's got sugar. And then my mom's friend, Mrs Wong, said, oh, come go to my surgeon because she had breast cancer. Go see him. And at the time, I was like, no, 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 I'm doing my diet. It'll be fine. And my daddy said, come go for me. Please go for me. Mm. And... He said that and i remember that during when i was in england doing my protocols i went to see a healer and he said to me the reason that you want cancer is to punish your family and what? i just remember him saying that so as soon as my daddy said both me i said all right daddy i'll go went to see this fella and i trusted him immediately because he wasn't all high and mighty and made out that he was bigger than us you know mm. he treated my dad he treated my sister with some respect mm. and i said to him this is what i want you to do i want you just to remove the tumor and that's it i don't want chemo nothing he said well it's not what i would suggest but it's your body you know best so i lit. i arrived in hong kong on a monday went to see the surgeon on a wednesday and i was cancer free by friday
1: what oh, that, 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 that. serious so the yeah. doctor managed to get rid of it there do you feel or was that more so what you had done beforehand you know cleaning out your system when
3: i was in england yeah when i was in england they said they couldn't just remove the tumor because it was attached to the chest muscle Mm. and if they tried to remove it they'll remove part of the chest muscle and there'll be complications which i think is fair but by the time i got to hong kong i'd already shrunk it enough that it detached itself so it's just free-floating and so the surgeon just yeah got rid of it.
1: Mm. Oh, so the surgeon just got rid of the. Just cut it out. Yeah, right. Okay. He cut okay. it out
3: and took it out of the operating room and showed my mom and dad who we were waiting in the waiting room.
1: <laughs> Jeez, that's crazy, yeah. man. So, you know, what do what do we say? They call that anecdotal, but that's actually that's natural science right there. That's the body doing its work because of you making sure that you keep the body functioning yeah. in its optimal, at its yeah. optimal level, you know? And so yeah. for, who knows what that could have been, but the label that they give it is cancer, you know? But it doesn't mean that you're not able to cure yourself as opposed to just treat your mind like treatment. That's what treatment means, treat your mind. You're more actually dealing with the, you know, you're getting to the core root of the problem as opposed to just like, oh, just cut it out and carry on doing what you're doing for it to happen again, you know?
3: But it was also like, what I realised during my healing journey, how important food is in terms of food generally for all of medicine. Like you mm-hmm. were saying at the intro, how intelligent our bodies are and how important it is to feed ourselves the right food. And then it got me realising that, oh, the cancer industry is an industry. Mm-hmm. Because after I've, I- came back from Hong Kong, I had to go for a, a checkup at the at, uh, the hospital. Mm. And I said to them, how many people like me do their own treatment and get well? Oh, we don't keep those no statistics. <laughs> and I was like, what? That's I thought, what, why? And yeah. they said, no, it's not relevant to us. It's not. And I remember when I before I started my diet, I said to deep. one of them, do you think changing my diet will have an impact? And he said, no, up to you. If you think it will help, it will help. And I thought, fucking hell, you're a doctor and you have, you really have no idea the connection between, you know, our our mind, our bodies, our spirit. Yeah.
1: That's the, that's the um, separation right there. You know, unfortunately. um,
2: Cartesian dualism. mm, They say
1: you're qualified now and lo and behold, you're totally detached Mm. from any form of qualification in terms of understanding the body if you know you study all that how is it six years and then become a doctor but only throughout that six years you do like six days is it or something like that or even if it's just six weeks on nutrition then really this isn't about you know natural health this is about
3: well traditionally before the 1900s all doctors were homeopaths all doctors used plant medicine Mm. and i think it was in america and Roosevelt or someone—I can't remember the names—but started the whole system of getting rid of all the natural, na- uh, natural paths, the homeopaths. Yeah, it's in Rockefeller,
1: India. Carnegie, yeah. and uh, yeah. J. P. Morgan, and then and then yeah. they started yeah. the. Um, well, they yeah. kind of took over the American Medical Association, the AMA.
0: Yeah. And then
1: they come up with the Flexner report, Flexner report, which was like basically kind of the Bible as the this is if this happens you do this. This is the treatment for this. This means this, you know. And then that just developed and then spread across the world. But it's interesting as well because you mentioned Hong Kong, but one of the first places they went to was um, China. Once they kind of yeah, they took over, you know, the American. Schools and then hmm. went over to China, because obviously there you had traditional Chinese medicine, which was a different way more of the um, terrain theory way, which is to do with the body, like looking after you know there wasn 't this thing about these tiny micro things that have um, brains <laughs> you know enough brain power that they could tell what time it is or what tone of skin color you have, and you know all of that it was about like hot i think there's a thing to do with hot cold and um
2: Sour. Moist or something sour. like that. Mm.
1: Is it? Yeah. And so... Um, oh, yeah.
2: Wet and dry, yeah. Mm, yeah. Wet and dry yeah.
1: and all that, yeah. And so they, you know, took... They, I think they started a school right next to the... Right next to the main um, traditional Chinese medicine college or something like that. And then slowly over the years took over that. and. Mm?
3: Did they succeed? Yeah, of course. They yeah, they
1: succeeded. They t- took it over. And then so it's become more of an allopathic way. You know, they've taken, they've they've thrown in the whole contagion thing and all that as well. And then obviously went over to India. And then when you think about, like, how many doctors are Chinese or Indian, it kind Mm. of makes sense. It's like, oh, wow, that's, you know, the best way to, to, is just take over and have everyone thinking, "Mm."
2: so it's, it's in, a whirlwind in, install phantom machines at the, at the hospitals yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the beginning well, even, of it but well,
3: even my Chinese doctor when I was recovering he said oh eat papaya will help the collagen in your breast mm. just the fact he said that I thought wow that's just so different culturally from what you know I was being mm. told by the leading
2: hospital in London, you don't know. I, mm. I remember when I was little and my mum took me to the doctors about some sort of stomach problem and he said, oh, just tell him to eat more mangoes. <laughs> right. Yeah, and that was like probably enzymes. 79 or something, you know, mm. Indian doctor. Yeah, the enzymes wow. in the mango. So to him, he was probably just like, yeah. well, when we have that, we just eat mangoes. Yeah, so, yeah. Ayurvedic, yeah. you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah,
1: there are natural ways for sure, man. So um shout out to Martha Sovereign says um mainstream cancer treatments are like using a sledgehammer to a to crack a peanut. <laughs> Very true, but um
3: because you're right, it's not just about the physical condition of having cancer, it's like how did it how did I how why was it in me? Mm. And that is the journey in terms of it's not a case of oh, you know, I must have done something karmically and, and deserved it. Mm. It's more like what am i doing in my lifestyle that makes me so stressed that my body isn't naturally getting Beatles. rid of all these cancer cells because we naturally got lots of cancer cells in us but well, some of them only become tumorous when we're stressed when we're not in optimum health mm. when our immune system's down so that's the link that mm. you know what that western medicine doesn't really make you just say treat that treat it get rid of it and then it's just a case of Let's see whether it comes back or not. Yeah, I'm not staying. What, what's, what's going on in your high lifestyle? What you do, how are you emotionally? Are you happy?
0: Yeah.
3: What's your uh, social circle? Like, do you have connection? Mm. You know, do you have real emotional intimacy? All those things I had to learn myself. And I'm still learning it now. I mean, this was back in 2012. Mm. The deeper wow. lessons of that cancer insight i'm still absorbing learning sifting yeah
1: because
3: it's the whole you know yeah
1: in a way like you say because it's in a weird way it's kind of metaphorical that at that time you were going through you know you just felt like you weren't happy and then Mm. this thing is growing and you're not even realizing and then there come a point where you said okay i'm done with all of this and then this was the thing that was you know once you noticed it was like okay i'm really done with all of this like i have to switch up everything it's not even just about him this it's like all right my lifestyle my, like how i'm looking after myself and uh, i think that in itself kind of shows how you know i mean a lot of us have to there's things you kind of have to let go whether you like it or not because at the end of the day if it's not if it doesn't bring the right positive type of energy into your life, then it could cause something else. It could, you know, sometimes people just get sick because they're upset or because they're down or whatever. They just, oh, I feel yeah. good getting a little bit of a cold, man, you yeah. know, and all that. Yeah. So, you know, it could be worse, God forbid, but it could be worse than that. So
0: yeah.
1: I think it's important sure. that every, every now and again, I guess, and that's where we can lead into the whole, the energy work, like it's obviously a case of being able to cleanse your energy in some form or way. As opposed to, it's not you know... just
3: cleaning, sorry, it's not just cleaning my energy, but it's also I really had to learn from that point on what makes me happy, and what I realized in my own life, I was such a people pleaser mm. up until me leaving England. I was so did everything by the book, you know, I did what everyone else told me, and thought if I don't do that, then I'm going to be a weirdo.
0: Mm. You know, what
3: will my friends think? What will people think if I do this or do that? So I really had to start from scratch and learn what would what makes me happy. was basic things at first, like, oh I like singing, okay, go and join a singing workshop.
0: Mm.
3: Oh, I like, I don't know, dancing. So I did this static dancing. But what but it still took from two thousand so I got better in two thousand and thirteen and I still I knew at that point I was done with England and yet that people please me meant that I felt obliged to go back to work because my work was boss had been so great with me. Yeah. She gave me all the time I needed off, and she gave me it on full pay. I didn't have to go a sickness benefit or anything. Wow. So I felt I owed her. Went back to this work. As soon as I got back I knew, my God, I can't be in an office sitting in front of a desk not only in front of a computer but full of the Wi-Fi in the room because there's so many computers. Yeah. And yet it took me yeah, so she left, my boss left, a new boss came. As soon as she started, my body went, go, we're going. So I said to her, I want to leave. She said, well, you stay for three months so I, we can set, I can settle in so I know what I'm doing. And the people, please, they "You're are you all right? Hated it. <laughs> but what it's done, that whole journey of just stay, sticking with something that I didn't want to do out of obligation because I didn't want to let anyone down and I didn't want people to think badly of me, what that has cemented in me now is, I will never put myself through that again. Mm. I'm going to, you know, I will not go back to that sort of work. Even if you gave me 250 million pounds and said, well, you only have to do it for six weeks. I'll go, you're all right. I'm all right with my doggies. I'm (laughs) all right eating lentils, you know. But it took me, it took life to get me to that, that blow before I was like, okay, I'm done. Because like you said, we're so fixed on security or fixed on not changing or fixed on, being scared of the unknown mm. and actually fixed on being unhappy. I think mm. when I was in England, all my life up until I left, I was so unhappy because everyone else was unhappy around me in that not being very satisfied, not 100%, you know, waking up in the morning going, oh, I love my life. Mm. Because everyone wasn't like that. I oh, thought it's the norm. And actually, it's, it's the, you know, people who are really happy that they must be lying, don't believe it.
1: Yeah, I always feel like um, there's that. Like a lot of the people that I know that work sort of businesses in the city and all that, they've always got to go out on the weekend. And it's like they work through the week and then the weekend there's a chance where they can have like a little mini holiday type thing and not be, you know, and then just out Yeah, and alcohol
3: is the other thing, isn't it? It
1: keeps you going. People
3: using alcohol to suppress an alcohol spirit. It's an entity. If you're absolutely pissed, you're wide open to God knows what comes into you. And you, you have blackouts and you can't remember and you feel worse. It's all, yeah, that way of living for me, I see it now. It was just a way of just me. I had to be pushed and pushed and pushed before I thought, I'm done now. I've got to go and find my life. But I'm so glad I actually took the plunge and found my life. because now, If you said to me you'd be living in a little, little mountain town, in mexico not speak the language not know anybody but be happy as larry my two little doggies and my seven fish i'll be like are you sure about that you know
0: <laughs> are
3: you sure about that
1: but here we are yeah yeah um, shout out to sinead she says um anuka your story is really empowering um love this stand up and salute as always go on sister go
3: oh, on sister. thank you my love
1: Liz Williams, mind blown.
2: Sinead also asked, have you used anything cannabis related or just purely nutrition?
3: Back in the day, I couldn't get it because I remember you told me, Mice, about cannabis but I could not, Mm. I didn't know anyone that could make the quantity and the quality I needed Mm. and I even went on YouTube to try and find out how to make it and they were saying you have to use isotate, is it?
1: Isotope, and yeah, oh, isotope, yeah, the had but... this big bat and I thought I don't want to be
3: putting yeah, that in my no, body,
1: yeah. so I wanted to, but yeah, the RSO. I just thought no, Damn, I just have to keep
3: it simple.
1: If we, uh, I worked, don't think we were in so... touch with yeah, whatever you did worked at the end of the day, yeah. and I and I think it's like people should take note on the fact that what it goes to show is that the body was actually doing all the work. There were there were no. Yeah. Meds or anything that it was just the body, and obviously making sure that the body was at optimum um, levels of nutrition helped the body to be, um, you but know, not
3: stressing it out, yeah, exactly. By eating, not stressing sh- it out. Like, I really did not realize how, like, basically, sugar to us is crap, yeah. so I was off sugar for about five months, and then I went to my work's Christmas party. I had a spoonful of cherry ripe trifle. Cherry trifle I passed out because the sugar just hit me, wow. and it gave me such a bad headache. And I thought, "Oh my days, you yeah. know, this is this is not good. Yeah. This is actually not good." Yeah,
1: it, yeah. Is, it is a full. So of just crack. giving
3: your body time to rest to do what it needs to do, but just not keep on stuffing, basically stuffing shit in it all the time.
1: Mm. Take note, yeah. man. Take note. Yeah, big up DJ Pro tracks in the building. Okay, so right, so then. The decision to, to, to move even further out then, I think it was, um, where did you go first? Was it? Uh, where
3: did I it... go first? I think I just, I just started, so I was 45. So I just thought, I'm going. And I didn't know what I was doing. Never Seriously? been travelling in my life, but I wanted to go travelling normal, so I thought, I'm doing it. So I just started, like, I went to the States first, and when I was there, I put, looked on a website, for volunteering, Workaway it's called. And only one organization contacted me and they were based over in Northern California near Washington, Oregon. Hmm. And they had a permaculture place. So I went over there, not realizing what these people were from the Rainbow Rainbow Crew. Do you know the Rainbow Crew? Um. They've got different tribes all over the world and they basically travel around in school buses, their tribe. They just live on the land. They're outside, mainstream. I mean, they're a bit wild. Yeah. yeah. They've got rainbow gatherings all over the world. So this was one group of them. And I was working there two days. And then the second day they said, Susie, because that's what it was called, have you been to the hot spring? I said, no. And they took me to this natural hot spring, beautiful, that just happened to be on their friend's land. And they took me back to where they actually live. So they had the official based off being a permaculture organisation. But in the back, there were actually a group of people that grew weed and who trimmed weed together. Oh, okay. And they took me back to where they were and I lived with them for two months. And they, I lived on a school bus with two other women and one of them I'm still friends with. We all gathered in this yurt that they made out of trash. And for two months, my, I, they opened my eyes to the possibility of not living with money because none of them had any money. They all were on food stamps so if there was days when there was not enough money for food they didn't eat if they wanted anything they would make it oh we need a table okay and a couple of people just go and make a table and it was all about creating yeah. so they created art they created music and it was just really and they went dumpster diving so we used to go dumpster diving
1: right well, and that's like basically and it just
3: going scraps into just big getting... industrial yeah and getting sushi and donuts and what whatnot and Again, it made me see like, wow, there's so much waste going on and I don't actually need much. So they were the first people. And then from there, I went to South America, went to Ecuador, Peru for the first time. And I did ayahuasca in Peru for the first time. And the ayahuasca said to me, go back to Hong Kong to see your parents because they're going to die soon. It was that clear. So straight after the ceremonies, I just went to Hong Kong. And my visa was, everything's about divine timing and stayed in Peru for three months. Literally on the day my visa went out, I flew to Hong Kong, stayed with my folks for nine months, looked after them and literally I started traveling again. Went to Thailand 10 days after I left, my mum died. Just hit her head and died. And I'm so glad I listened to the medicine and went back on nothing but the fact I got this message. Because if I hadn't, I wouldn't have spent the amount of time I did with my mum and I wouldn't be at peace when mm. she died, you know? It would have been still a shock and whatever. And so after that, I went, oh yeah, and I didn't go back to Hong Kong for the funeral because I just didn't want it. I'd been in bed for nine months and i just literally left and I didn't want to go back. And my family, were not really good at dealing with emotions and vulnerability, we just shout at each other. And I did I wasn't in the space to deal with all that anger. I thought I don't want to do that to celebrate my mom. And because of that, my big, big brother, my eldest brother, just said, right, you're not, you're not part of the family then. So in the space between 2012 to 16, I've been through divorce, I've been through illness, I've been through death. And yet I was still feeling I'm all right, God will look after me. And I'm not going to close my heart off. I'm not going to be bitter about any of this. So I just carried on traveling around all over uh, South America and living in different communities. And then I finally, when you guys came to Peru, mm,
0: mm, yeah, you, mm. came, you
3: saved me. You saved me.
1: Peru. You saved me
3: from myself and told me, Annie, bloody, wake up and come
1: yeah, back. Yeah, we rescued well, you from the jungles then. in Peru, boy he was out there in some wild territory Um, All right, let's talk about these because when I talk about wild territory like you know I met some there's just some crazy ass people out there that feel like they're I guess more one with the earth than everybody else or more channeled or more in tune with the frequencies I don't know what it is but there's like you know you got this guy Baba Tim and he's all you know what I mean everyone kind of looking at him and as he's, I don't know. He, he's the Jesus there. He's like that Jesus he's there, up but now. he's from like East Un, in East London though. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're hearing no. about Baba, it's like, oh yeah, he's like a big troll, and his hair and he's got these long dreads, and you know, you're just thinking like, oh right. I wonder what you know? Does he levitate or something? And then yeah. you go there, and he's like, oh, mate. How's it going? And I was like, what? <laughs> but yeah, he, <laughs> interesting guy. Um, had a lot of um, followers. Mm, yeah, I heard, I heard, man. Yeah. Rest in peace to um, Baba Tim. Um, but he had his own little spot with bananas growing and, you know, different um, uh, huts where there were ceremonies going on. Um, so, you, you know, and there were a few other people I met like that as well. Like one guy, I've forgotten, is it Adrián? Like, Trapp, he, oh, yes, I walked oh through the goodness, yes. walking through the jungle. He was like proud that he could walk through the jungle bareback at nighttime on his own. It's things like that. Like, all right, cool, man. That's, you know, you don't mind the mosquito, but all right, that's cool. That's cool. But what is all of this? Why the ego thing? You know, there's a lot of that in that world, right? You've met a lot of these sort of people in this. Um, some people say new age. Some people say spiritual sort of world but yeah there are a lot of these sort of types and i often wonder if they because all the you know the people under them obviously don't realize this they just feel like okay yeah i need somewhere to go i need to, you know i need to find myself sort of thing and then they get drawn in by the wrong type of people so how would you say is the best way to sort of you know i guess decipher I think- who is or discern who is um, righteous in And human. Well, you hit
3: the nail on the head. The word discern, you know, discernment. I mean, I was those people when I, at the beginning of my own healing journey, when I knew nothing about anything, I used to think that someone was better than me, just the fact that they say, Oh, yeah, I meditate. Mm. You know, I thought, Whoa, mm. you meditate. Mm. So it's just a case of now, well, on 15 years, I realized we're all just human. And yeah, these people that I met. I'm sure, I know some of them got gifts. They, they connected with the stars. They could channel and whatever. But my test is, the bottom line is, at the end of the day, we're human. We're in this body. We live on this planet called planet Earth. If you're an soul and you can do all the medicine you like, but if you're an soul in real life, and you don't treat people right, you're still an arsehole, and you've still got issues. Mm. So I guess, yeah, why would it be any different just because you put spiritual in front of a person's name? Why is being spiritual any better than, you know, Auntie Flo who just lives in, you know, Bethnal Green and watches EastEnders? Why Why is there all this hierarchy? And that's not what real spirit's about. That's not what God is telling us or even Jesus. Everybody's the same. Everyone's equal, you know? Yeah. But I think it's just easy going off to another country and, yeah, completely being brand new. Like, I've got my name changed to a new car because i just never resonated with Susie. Mm. It was given to me by a teacher at school. It was never really my name. But I could have been, you know, I could wear all the feathers and blah 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 and just yeah, make out that my shit doesn't smell. But I guess I'm Chinese, I'm from up north and I got my friends to keep me down to work.
0: Mm. But
3: but it's all it's part tricky. of the whole anyway. You know, all that all the craziness and all the sensibleness It's all part of being alive, isn't it? And
0: even me
3: and you judging it is still us playing into the game of judging. Whereas actually, just allow everyone to be who they are. Like we were talking yesterday, my cup of tea is not your cup of tea. Does it really matter? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think the tricky part is just when you. Yeah, that's the tricky part though, is when you see people getting taken advantage of. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Which is like what we're talking about is like okay, so from that us coming there. And then seeing with fresh eyes, and not being involved in this thing for however many months or whatever, we can see straight off. Like, well, and and furthermore, what I must say, you obviously knew is like how we had to do the diet. We had to do the diet beforehand. So before you do ayahuasca, there's like this whole cleansing of the body that you got to do, which really just brings that. It get it gets rid of and purges all of that sort of cluster type clustering type of energy that you have until your your senses are sort of clear. And so when it's time for you to take the ayahuasca, you're really feeling it. There's not like loads of oil or salt or, you know. all the Pasta. Yeah, like all this, stuff, <laughs> you know, it's things like that. Where, you're yeah, digesting
2: you a gut full of pasta while you're nah, doing it. No, nah. you
1: don't want like no, you know, everything, man. No, um, not even exciting stuff to watch on the TV or use everything. Just bring your, all that excitement down, yeah. you know, your vibration down to a level where it's just like, you know, calm, and then when it's time, and so because of that, you're very alert. You know, you're very like me. I, was like, I ain't been bunning I ain't been drinking, I ain't been nothing like that. Yeah. But does that mean and it's like yo, yeah, yeah? I see. Like Mrs. Mice was like, yeah, I see why you you, know, you plays now. That's yeah, because I remember I was going off in it. <laughs> even
2: even if I go down to Bognor, where my mum and dad moved to, mm. when I come back to London, if I go there for like a couple of days, come back to here, you just notice as soon as you enter the M25, it's like a sensory, it's just like a, an assault mm. on your mm. senses. And then you just dull down to it over, over the next day or whatever, your senses just get doled down and you become you know the the noises are just background noise, but before they was really loud when you first came back to the big, shitty life, yeah, yeah, you just yeah. don't notice it when you're around it all the time, once you take yourself out of it, yeah, that's you when you like oh, right,
1: and say, so, yeah, you know, we're there, seeing everything for real how it how it how it looks from our point of view, And it's like, yo, you need to get out what is this, you know the place they were at staying at, and that it was cool, it was really nice to be on the edge of the jungle like that. But yeah, I mean, then, you know, I got my wake up, like everyone got their wake up call, I think. And, um, after that, you came back to the UK for a while. Um
3: came back, went to live in a community. Yeah. And that was when I really started learning the tools that I needed to be human. Like Mm. I went to live in a community that ran along, um, techniques that, an Indian guru called Osho designed back in the 60s, 70s to help, because he was saying Westerners got too much stuff up there in the head. we overthink, we're not in their bodies, so he did a lot of um, dynamic um, meditation exercises that help us move the energy from the head right through the body, Mm. so for nearly two years I was doing all these dynamic exercises, bashing a pillow, screaming at my mum and dad, yeah, and then COVID hit, But I was in a community, so it was like a bubble. So I don't know what was going on in the outside world because I wasn't looking at TV or anything like that. Mm. And in the bubble of community, we were just getting on with life. And I actually liked the fact that there was 30 of us living together. We had no one coming in doing big festivals. And we could hug and everything. So I wasn't missing on any of that. But then, yeah, and then my intuition again so fast forward a year and a bit and one day my intuition just said this isn't the place for you out of nowhere this is not the place for you you've Mm. got to go and by that point I learned how that I just listened to my intuition no matter it's not meant to make sense using my head my head can't make sense of my intuition so I just literally realized that and at the time I had 50 pounds in my bank account I thought how am I going to do this so I just said god would you give me 500 pounds please and would you gift it to me so i don't have to pay it back thank you said that literally went to my mate's cabin because i was his cleaner just about to plug the hoover into the wall and the download came back saying uh, mortgage break because of covid i could get three months mortgage break because i got a little house in london mm. so i just basically got three months mortgage break that gave me 1500 pounds and that was my Plane fair and to set me up in in, in Mexico and I just went thank you God and and that's it
1: yeah jeez that's the prayer power of the prayer power of the
3: prayer but also power of being aligned with being aligned with life being aligned with God not not letting the fear of my head get in the way of what my spirit and my gut is telling me Mm. and that's just that's just like you say, just cleaning my, myself, learning who I am, practising discernment, practising having boundaries, just basic stuff that we've known all along. But for whatever reason, when we're in city life, when we're in our 20, all I wanted to do was fit in. And now I realise that at age 53, I'm not meant to fit in. Fitting in, boring man it's hmm. being a weirdo that's the new norm just be all of us <laughs> have to do us you know we just have to do ourselves and let everyone else do themselves and it will be so much different then yeah
1: how did you know where to go when it was time I to so did you My
3: just... another best mate of mine my one of my sisters she was leaving to go to Mexico because BA was doing cheap flights £366 return I said I'm coming and she said yeah alright Got to Mexico, went to a beach town. She said, oh, there's this little place, San Cristobal. I went there 15 years ago. Shall we go? It's nice. The mountains. I said, you're all right. Got here. And it was just a gradual thing. As soon as I arrived here, again, my intuition said, okay, now you're ready to do your work. Because all along, even when I was traveling, I was living in communities and I was being useful. So still that people piece was really strong in me. And this is the first time in my life that I went to live somewhere. I lived by myself. And I finally had the space to go in. And my voice said to me, you don't don't get distracted now by, you know, the outside world. I mean, when I first got here, I was on Tinder. I was going to Techno Tuesday. You know, I was partying. But (laughs) as soon as my birthday (laughs) happened when I was (laughs) 52, like, God switched on the light. Everybody out. She's got work to do. So I just went in put into practice everything that I've learned in 15 years, Mm. (coughs) and just really allowed myself to feel the pain of being scared of being abandoned. That's the core wounding I've got. I'm so scared of being abandoned that I would do anything, even staying in a shit relationship, not to be abandoned. Mm. And me being able to see, oh, this is... And why am I scared of being abandoned? Oh, because... Yeah, I didn't get my needs met when I was this one. Then I had to feel the pain of being, you know, baby, my mum's womb. And then I had to feel my mum's pain and my dad's pain. And all the, I just had to just sit here and do nothing. to just feel. Like even this morning, I had to feel cruelty in my heart. You know, and it was like, what the fuck? And it was like, oh, all the cruelty that I absorbed when I was little and all the cruelty I gave out in defense of feeling hurt and all the cruelty around us. And it's just like, you know, 15 years ago, I wouldn't be able to tell you what happy, what sad, was angry was, because I was so numb to feeling. I would not, I just didn't know how to feel. So now here I am, you know, sitting here weeping, and the dogs are coming. I'm like, oh, I'll make you dinner in a minute, my baby. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, okay. Wow. That's pretty deep, man. That's pretty profound, you know, because... it it, like what you're saying is about that you you needed companionship because Mm. you know because well yeah like you needed companionship but then at the same time in order for you to heal you needed to it's like you this is what's healing you is being by yourself and not learning not to have to rely on that companionship you know not to
3: abandon myself to put myself first.
1: Yeah, not feel abandoned. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So you're on your own, but you don't feel abandoned. Yeah, it's pretty pretty profound, man. Definitely. And
3: and This is the first time in my life, Mice, that I'm alone and yet I feel so connected to everyone and life. Mm. Whereas when I lived in community, I was so burnt out from overgiving because I was just playing a role. I was resentful. I was judgmental and every time anyone invited me to anything, I'd be like, no, no, no. Because my heart wasn't open. Mm. But now I can finally feel, yeah, I know now what my limits are. Of course, I love, you know, I long for connection, but that's why I like doing my work. When I do my work, it's like that's the fullest version of me. I can give love. I'm also the difference is I can receive love now. Mm. Like when I hug people now, I can feel their love for me, and it's not just me giving them my love. So I get a lot of nourishment from that. But I also know that socially, I'm not that fussed about. Being sociable just for the sake of it. I've got one friend here who lives up the hill, and I see her once every two, three weeks, maybe a month.
0: And that's, <laughs> that's more. That's
3: plenty, man.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> and I would not have known that about myself if I didn't take the time to really get to know well, who is who is this person that I call me. What makes me tick? What makes me happy?
0: Yeah.
1: How do you think the um, the old you know pre everything that happened to you would, would um, describe the new you, like the, the real you, the now you?
3: Well, we're always, I mean, like, this isn't the final version, is it? Like, you're mm. not the final version of you. Life mm. is just constant, constant change, and that's what I realise as well. So don't don't get used to it. Enjoy the good times because it's going to be cyclical. Mm. But this version of me, my old self would have wished, couldn't even have dreamed or imagined that I could be like this because I was so contracted, frozen, and unhappy. I thought that that was my lot because that was the generational story, the narrative that my family carried. Life is suffering, it's hard work. Don't don't show yourself too much because people will be jealous and they're racist in England. You know, all that's passed down to me when I was a fetus and I took it on and went, yeah, all right. OK, I best, I best play out this narrative because they're my family and I don't want them to abandon me. But my story is not, it's the same, yeah, I think all of us got the same story inside all of us. But I've just had the blessing of being able to unravel it deeper because I've got no nothing going on. Wow, but even got... not having anything going on, my mind, you know, at the beginning... Uh, two years ago, it was like going eight shit. Cause it was like, oh my god, yeah. oh my god, I'm disappearing. i no, serious. I've got nothing. Yeah, I've got nothing to validate me. Yeah, so it was yeah, like, yeah. My soul's like you haven't got. It. Yeah,
1: that's the way yeah. you have still got to work on your ego. That's I th- I feel like that's the um you know the the um, fracturing of man. That's like the problem we have. You know, man and woman is like the ego thing. In order to. Con- Control that is quite tricky, and uh, because you've got to, you know, in some way constantly do that, but there are times you can easily trip out of that, even if when you're working on yourself, like you're saying. But I mean, you've got look, you've got people shouting out. Big up Sinead, says 53, no way, Tempest Elixir, you do not look 53. Um, people mentioning the diet, um, DJ Pro says yes, breaking all those ancestral um, curses, legendary. Nice one, JM, saying amen. You know, Matha Sovereign agreed. I love this. So, you know, you're definitely inspiring people with this. It's making um, me teary. It's
3: just making me teary to feel all this love. And just the fact that I can feel everyone's love and it's making me teary, you know?
0: Yeah, like, all,
3: all this bullshit. Oh, don't cry. You know, don't show your vulnerability. Be strong. Mm. All that's just nonsense. Mm. We need to be heartful. We need to show each other this hurts when you're hungry that's how we are naturally meant to be mm. we're just kids we're big just little babies, babies actually
1: yeah. <laughs> we're, big kids, we're big kids isn't it we're big kids we never grow up from that you know yeah exactly yeah. what you're saying like the childhood trauma is what yeah. shapes you and you actually yeah. make your decisions off the back of that you know without yeah. even realizing
3: yeah. So and we go, go around saying, you look after me. No, you look after me. And how can two little kids look after each other? So the only way to break that pattern, that cycle, is that you stand still. I had to stand still and go, no one's going to save me, not even my daddy. My daddy's 87. He ain't going to save me because mm-hmm. he's a little boy. I've got to start being my own dad and my own mom and start making different decisions from now.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Not based on being nice. Being spiritual based on what do I want and it's just it's it's been it's still a journey but it's been such a game-changer for me to ask myself what do I want mm. how do I feel and that's it yeah how do I feel yeah. it's the feeling we've done we've all been so numbed out in society by you know modern society not to feel mm. oh it's scary to feel pain oh I'm not in touch I don't want to touch the anger all it is is energy. Everything's just energy. You know how you were saying about frequencies and stuff with the uh, the phone alarm thing mm. earlier. It's all just frequency. Mm. And if you just allow it to pass through you, it pass through you. But if we contract, we're causing ourselves physical pain, mm. we're causing ourselves emotional pain, and the you get blocked then because the mm. energy, whatever it is, all it needs to do is just flow, go back to the sky, go back to the earth. You don't see dogs and when they're fighting. You well you fought with me five weeks ago, rah. Yeah. They fight, they forget it, they shake it, and then that's it. <laughs> and they're humping each other again, isn't it? And it's just like it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be difficult or complicated. But we've been trained to make life complicated.
1: Mm. That's very true, man. All right, so yeah. um uh Boombap Sorcerer us what is your work so let's get into this energy healing how does it work
3: so okay i'll explain so say like you came to see me Mm. so i would we start the session by me you just tell me why you're coming to see me and i would just tune into your energy and because it is energy most of my work is online it's only recently that i've been doing it having sessions in my house and by me tuning into your energy, I can I can hear who's actually speaking. Is it your little boy who needs loving? Mm. Is it your rebellious teenager? Is it your anger who needs to be expressed? And then from that, I've got lots of different tools I can use to see. Can we get you from your head into your body? So there's emotional release exercises we would do. to mm. kind of like start shifting the trauma. Then I would invite you to, you know, start... Feelings, some of the emotions that you might not have felt comfortable feeling before, like anger. Everyone can't. I couldn't feel my anger. Mm. I would shout from my throat, so it would hurt me. But now I could. If you told me to roar, now I will roar, I would fucking roar for you. From you know, and just power, Yeah, and it's just getting people. Yeah, so it's a series of exercises. It's dynamic in the sense that you are the one who has to do these exercises, and but only. Your nervous system also because we've all been traumatized it's also there's a balance between listening to your nervous system see how far i can push you Mm. if your nervous system contracts i can't do anything you know because you'll go back to that trigger point and feeling traumatized so there's a balance between doing dynamic exercises to release the trauma release some of the stored up energy and also being really careful look after your nervous system Mm. and so to do that, I would do a lot of holding people like a baby because actually none of us will held properly babies. Our mums and dads were too busy, especially if you're, you know, working-class immigrant family. Mm. Yeah. So I would hold them and then I would give them, that's the point where I would give energy. And then maybe there's enough time I would do some guided meditation at the end. Mm. So that's essentially it.
1: And so the type The type of people that would um, need this, uh, because I'm trying to understand, like, would it help with people suffering from um, various types of depression? Um, Would it be, Um, uh, obviously, the the, um, sort of um, ancestral trauma as well a lot of people might be dealing with?
3: I've just designed my website literally two days ago, Mm. and I've put it on my Facebook page and also my... um, Instagram page. So if you give type out my name put yeah. on your thing, if people look on my Instagram page, it's got a link to my website and it explains it in more detail and it has testimonials. Mm. So people I've dealt with, some have had depression, some have had addiction, okay. some just feel stuck, but they don't know how to, you know, why. So it's a whole range of things, really. I find that people who come to me who seem to get the most out of it are people who perhaps one, you have to be ready, you know, don't come because you've got nothing better to do. Don't waste your money and don't waste my energy. Yeah, so they have to be ready to sort of want to go there and they also have to feel comfortable in their bodies. so they know, yeah, so that they, they can be physical with their bodies mm-hmm. and know what their limit is. People who are really, really stuck in their heads, who aren't feeling at all, then it's gonna take more than one session. And then I will have to go really, really gently. And each each person's so different. I can't say, oh yeah, I gave you a rough idea how a session would go, but I don't know until you come to me. and I tune in, and then we see what happens. Really.
1: Mm. All right, we're going to get your um, your web link. I'm just
2: trying to find it now. Mm.
1: Um, what, on, is it,
2: what's the Instagram?
1: Yeah, what's the Instagram? I'm
3: Luca, Anuka A N U K A, and then my surname is Yao Y A U.
2: Y A U. Okay.
3: I do that, and I also do tower readings, like really in-depth tower readings that also include some of the exercises. So you, so you have the messages embedded in you. Mm -hmm. And my tower readings, it's not about saying you will meet a tall dark stranger or you will get wealthy. I don't do that. Again, it's just about, yeah, being able to get. Because oftentimes before a session, I start getting messages from your guides, I guess, from your spirit, for me to tell you what you need to hear. You know. So I get that when I'm doing the tarot as well.
1: Ah, and so the tarot—tarot is pretty deep, right? There's a—it
3: can be. I mean, it's got—it's got a certain rep that you know, women of a certain age with blue eyeshadow smelling of patchouli oil. <laughs> well, I think—I think—I <laughs> think—I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I used it as a tool for me to get into my intuition. It was Aisha, your beloved. You got me into it. Yeah. And then I, and then it just went from there. I wasn't going to do it as a part of my offerings. I was just, I'll just do it for me, I'll do it for my friends. But then it just slowly built up. people were getting interested. I was doing little tarot circles. I thought, oh, this is that's the thing as well. Now I realize that work is not meant to be hard work or boring and effortful work like your work is meant to be joyful and easy and just a breeze. And so I thought, well, I've obviously, I feel that about tarot. Because I was minimising it, going, well, it can't be anything, because, you know, it's so easy for me to read it. And people say, fucking hell, you were spot on. How did you know that? I'm like, oh, okay. So it's like, yeah, understanding this new way of being is about, it's about joy, it's about easiness, it's about effortlessness. Anything that's crunchy, that's a sign it's not right for me. You know, just drop
1: it, drop it. That's deep, man. So, all right. So, we got it there. Where is the button on Insta? Isn't there a link? Yeah, we'll put the um, Insta. There's a link on your. um,
3: On the the profile. On the
1: profile, exactly. So, I'll put that in the chat room. That's the
3: website.
1: Yeah.
3: M shape slash the nuclear Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: This is so new to me. Aisha had to take me step by step through. I didn't even know what a domain name was.
1: On Sunday. You're back, you're back.
3: She said,
0: What's
1: your name name? And we're like, What's that? I said, I knew in (laughs) it. You're back in okay. So, what star sign are you? Sinead's asked. Yes, we got Regontology, Taurus, uh oh, we're in Taurus time right now, baby. Come on with it.
3: Taurus, uh, Virgo rising, Pisces Moon, and Aries Venus.
1: Oh, Aries Venus. Interesting.
3: That's
1: the one that gets me in trouble. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Aries and Venus, man. Yeah.
0: Jeez.
1: So Venus is in Aries. That That's like, okay, we'd have to get, if Mem was here, he could break it down. For, <laughs> <laughs> get all deep on it for, for us. But yeah, that is interesting. Big up to IBM C's in the building. Yes, we've been getting very deep here with Anuka Yao. And something you might not, I can say it now, some shit you might not never have known nothing about, bruv. Do you know what I mean? Defeating cancer, deciding to take up and move into another world, come back and then move off again. Um, so you, how did you deal with the lockdown stuff? Like, uh, you know, when, when it all started? I didn't
3: buy into it. No? The community, half of us were split. Some didn't buy into it. Some were really, really scared. But I just knew it wasn't my reality, mm. and the fact that it was when Peru got shut down, I thought, "Oh, it's just some bloody scam here." I oh, didn't real? even read up about it. I didn't even read up about it, and my community—they put all these hand gels around and said, "Anuka, remember to wash it. Use the hand gels? I'm not using it. It's carcinogenic."
1: Yeah, I <laughs> that's remember the, that from. It's the from maddest there. thing, man.
3: Yeah, I thought, I'm not doing that. So I just didn't buy into it, and I was in charge of doing the shopping for everybody. And remember to wear a mask, Manuka, remember to wear a mask. But I would just keep forgetting about that. It was, I just thought it's just not my reality. Mm. So I just didn't buy into any of it. But I knew that coming back to England and being in that lockdown situation, I just thought I just can't stay in England long term, man. It's just not for me. It's just not for me. Mm. London's great because it's full of brown people. I can't be in places where there's no brown people. It's just I can't do it. It's just not relevant to me anymore. Where well, you feel And out I of always place. knew that my heart, I just yeah, it just feels like you're just you're sticking out for the wrong reason. You know, the most boring question I get asked, where are you from? Why do you look like that? It's just like I look like that and I look like that.
1: Yeah, it can get yeah. a bit too much.
3: Yeah. And I've all you know, <laughs> since I started the traveling, this is part of my life, this is part of who I am, the travel. Yeah, I'm here for now, my doggos, whatever. But when they pass, or even before they pass, I'm just gonna, I'll just move when the time's right for me to move.
1: Yeah. Rolling stone. Rolling stone out here.
3: But the, you know what? It's, yeah, rolling stone gathers no muscle. The implication is, is that if you travel so much and spread yourself out, you're not going to have friends. What I'm realising in my travelling, how small the world is and how real people are, and what I love, in going to all these countries that are not rich first world nations people, there's a soft, well you knew that when we were in Peru and we sat in that little town square and just felt everyone families are out, children are out people are out socialising and like if you want something done you create it you don't go and buy it, you just create it you share things with each other you know have you got a shopping trolley? Yeah have it and it's that kind of thing so I'm realising that all the constructs of being in Britain and living in my little house with all my things. Sod that, mate. Yeah, it
1: didn't. Not yeah,
3: that's your stuff. soul.
1: Your soul talking to you, man. And you know, like you yeah. said, you're so much happier now. Like you know. Yeah. Um,
3: exactly. But and the each experience of experiences that. I still, I still try. I still sometimes compare myself to people. That's when my ego comes into play. I get a bit scared and insecure going oh but i've only got four views and so and so has got 14 million and then i think top all that so what if i've got four views who cares mm. am i enjoying making content does it make me happy why am i doing it am i doing it because it's creative or am i doing it with a hidden agenda mm. and it's kind of like we all have to be sharp with ourselves like you say mm. don't let the ball drop but the more i feel the more i act in integrity the more i lead with my heart, the more I speak my truth, even having uncomfortable conversations with people, the more I feel more powerful and alive and less defended so that I can give more love, you know?
1: Definitely, man. Big up to um, IBM C's. It says, I don't believe in star signs. No one seems to know how it's supposed to work. (laughs) Yeah, there are people that do, you know, they do explain how it's supposed to work, but Mm. it is like a, a kind of It's a thing that is already there and the best you can do is try and explain it, which is what happens with virtually everything that is of nature. Like man tries to explain it and the best they can. Uh, And the most we can do is, you know, so there are people telling us things about what's going on inside our body, but the only way they can really study those things are when the body's dead. They can't actually do it when the body's alive. So we're just getting, you know, a rough, like possibly and, theoretically and could be you know all these words f- planted into the sentence um that we and don't even realize are there
0: person,
3: yeah.
1: yeah but it's the same thing each
3: person's lens isn't it
1: so with the sky yeah exactly and and through each person's lens everyone's got a different um point of view exactly. as well and so the same thing is going on with the sky clock with the whole you know idea of um astrology and whatnot is that p- various different people have their ways of explaining it not everybody knows it um to 100% fullest degree because they're, they're, everyone's scraping to find the right knowledge. You know, a lot of things have been hidden, have been taken away, yeah. but we can see that the signs that people use now as yeah. star signs have been um, carved in walls from, you know what I mean, like millennia ago. Like, so yeah. it's there whether we understand it or not. And for some yeah. reason, for, you know, a vast amount of people across the world, it works. There are different, and even to the point where there are different, um, you know, um, countries and cultures that have their own way of yep. studying the skies and have their own signs and whatnot. So there's got to be something there, you know what I mean? I don't know if maybe we need to speak well, to the right people who can explain it. I don't know.
3: I'm sure there's something there. And also, when I used to, you know, get my horoscope read, and when I used to go for tarot reading. I was secretly hoping someone would tell me it's going to be all right. And now I know, of course it's going to be all right.
1: Mm. So it's kind
3: of like going from
1: you don't need anyone wanting the you.
3: One to look after you and say, you're going to be all right to you standing in your power and saying, and not even saying to yourself, just having that trust that of course it's going to be all right. Why wouldn't it be? Mm. And there's that, there's a, there's a subtle difference, isn't there? So it's a case of, yeah, but it's, there's wealth and knowledge in the stars and all that. But And equally, I'm just mindful of am I using it because I'm avoiding, again, asking the deeper questions of myself? Mm. Am I using it because I want someone to tell me what to do? And those days are over for me, babe. I can't get someone to tell me what to do because that's not what life and God and spirit wants me. Mm. They want me to figure out what I'm going
1: to do. And you just you just gotta coast with it. You gotta coast with that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time the new the new normal for me is I don't do anything, just rest and don't do anything. And then because of that resting, I can feel when it's time for action. Like yeah. for a year in a bit, two years, I didn't do a thing. I and mean, then literally I spoke to Aisha last week. She said, Oh, maybe you should do a med, you know, I think a website would be good for you. And literally this week I did it all. I've posted things on YouTube, on Instagram. I knew nothing about any of this stuff last week.
1: You weren't bothered, I was still it.
3: just watching Netflix and swinging in my hammock, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, all right. So let's get into. Someone asked about our experiences with ayahuasca. Um, yeah. I right, there there were a couple other things that um we came across didn't do though. Cambo was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Can you explain what cat... From what I understand, cambo was like what people used to kind of purge any sort of toxins in the body. But it almost... Everyone was talking about like you feel like you're going to die or whatever. And then all of a sudden you feel amazing. Um, So... I
3: haven't done it, so I don't know. And also, I just just heard that traditionally cambo was used by hunters in the jungle to get rid of their scent, but that the animals couldn't smell them. Wow. So what it was used... Or by the indigenous people have been appropriated by us, lot mm. by us, lot going in there thinking we're the big you know who house and then taking it over and putting all this stuff over it. But I I don't know.
1: I remember it was at Baba Tim's it. boy that we Baba Tim's. He had to cut through the jungle. He's like that. I swear I had a mm. machete with me and all that. He's like through the jungle and then bam, you come out like oh, ah. it's like he had his little Peter Pan area, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, never the Never Neverland. Yeah, yeah, these, like, flutes. There was, bruv, there was all bananas and that growing out, like, all well-placed and everything, palm trees and all that, and then all these different huts, you know. His one was, of course, up high. You had to take some steps to go up high and all that, and... um. You know God, oh,
3: remember all that? I can't remember it. You? I it out.
2: You, you you was being rescued at the time. You know, yeah. And
1: he had you know, you're walking past one of these huts and you're just hearing ah, ah, ah. someone screaming. Ah. Like, yo, what the hell's going on? Someone oh, yeah, being tortured in there. And they go, No, they do she's doing combo. And then like there's was yes, yeah, she's doing really combo the in there. There's you know, a couple of people doing combo. And then I was like, wow, she's she's really feeling it isn't it." And the guy was like, "Yeah, she's a screamer." <laughs> That's like, wow. oh, right. just, yeah, I remember
3: that. It's thing.
1: That, that, yeah. that standard for their block, man. But yeah, so I guess the, so that and it's meant to be like um like off the frog in it or something. There's frog skin yeah. or
3: frog skin, yeah, f-
1: yeah. And so yeah. that you know they put it on there, they put some, I think they burn the skin a bit, yeah, and then they put the yeah. cambo paste on it. And then yeah, bam! You let it seep in, and then next minute, yeah, that's when oh, you go through. So I don't think it's really much of a psychedelic thing, is it? It's more of a
0: cleansing. It's a
3: purge, I think, from what, I've, yeah. what I understand about it. But my take on all the plant medicine, even with ayahuasca, is that we as Westerners, we go there and we do all this, and it's not really traditionally what mm. they, you know, the indigenous communities used it for. But it is what it is. But the last message I got was like, you, you know. Practice not being an asshole. You don't Mm. need plant medicine. Yeah, like I say, you can be with the stars and purge and whatever, but you still got to be in this body Mm. as a human being and go around mixing with the world, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's not used and not using as an escape or, yeah. Yeah. You can only take you to yourself, but you still have to go inside yourself to find out about yourself. No one can do that for you, mate.
1: Yeah, it's true. I think the plants, things like ayahuasca definitely help you um, with doing that. Um, but you can, as like Aisha was saying, like you can do it yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like I th- She was saying, I think you can get to that sort of place by yeah. yourself, but it's obviously a form of meditation that you got to be able to master. Um, I think for me, like so I did three nights of it. The first night was really hardcore intense and going back into my own life and you know, all the way, like, even what you mentioned earlier about going into the womb, I, I remember there was a point I was going back into my mother's womb, and so I try and explain yeah. to people is like, imagine a long line, you know, and this is my whole life from beginning to end, or beginning to up till now, and then it would be like it was just pulling me from there, do you remember this? And i will be like, oh, at, at sometime in school or whatever, and it they go, bam, yeah, bam, that's, that's why this happened, you know, take me into the future and go, uh, and then things like that, and just popping me back from forth, and you know, different places in my life are saying this is because of this. And what's happening is I'm getting the experience all in one go, like vividly, you know, like I'm actually there and it's happening. And I say to people, like, th- that's, you know, the difference between sort of if someone was, say, going to a shrink or whatever, you're going to sit there for an hour and all these words are going to come out and, you know, it's all linear. It's all happening, you know, it takes a certain amount of time because these words have to come out. But when you're having therapy under this type of, you know, in this type of way with ayahuasca, it's like everything's coming at once, but you're understanding it because it's not in a, you know, so it's not, it doesn't take as long for you to just like, Oh, right. I get it. You know, straight away. You you feel it. You're understanding
3: it straight away because it's, by telepathy wasn't it yeah and
1: you're feeling it as well though you're actually experiencing it as well so everything's happening you know the feeling that you would get if you were there at that time so it's such a massive difference very intense um but you
3: were ready but you were ready because your your own self-quest before you got to the jungle and also Mm. because of the diet but you were ready Mm. you know like you didn't you weren't resisting it with your, your your mental western way of thinking
1: nah, I did a lot of research on it but beforehand I was like "Yo, let me make sure because I don't know uh, 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 uh. I wasn't sure what was going to happen but then yeah once I started getting into it more and understanding all oh, right that's what even why the diet is happening because you're already communicating with the plant through that and it's part of the ceremony in a way like paying respect paying homage people just got to think about plants being here way long before we have been and then well, there's proof so that there's communication. Yeah, there's communication yeah there's communication that goes on between plants through um yeah. Yeah. psilocybin as well as roots and whatnot yeah. so there's you know i don't know where but that to me shows there is some kind of connection there and um so then so the first night was really intense and i got all of that out the way sort of learning everything and just understood everything every a lot more came out in the morning you don't know how long it is when it's happening but, you know, you end up finally falling asleep. Like, okay, yo, you know, like, whew, like, and my falling asleep was weird for me because this lizard man kept popping up every now and again, this lizard face. I was like, Ugh. And I, I thought I was going to die. Like, that's the moment where the ego death came in. Not through the whole, you know, journey that I had. Like, the whole, oh, shit, oh. It was like that. Like, I was on a roller coaster. Oh, my shit, I didn't know. I didn't know I was <laughs> crying in that. Like, oh. like like it's really you're just understanding. You're feeling everyone's, you know. You're in everyone's moment as things are happening. That's how crazy it is. You're not just like looking at it from your point of view, it's from everyone's point of view. So I was like, I saw so many people through that journey, like so many different people. And then the second night was more. It was like focused on my voice. And then I was doing, you know, the, you know, the Tibetan throat gurgling, throat singing. Yeah. Yeah, I was doing that. (laughs) Uh, Like, uh, yeah, all to the point where I was like, it was ripping my stomach and all that. I was like, yo, uh, (sighs) uh, like, what the hell, man? And then the third night, I didn't need to do it because everything was done. I had, like, I even had, like, a weird ear thing that I'd had for years through performing and whatnot. And, uh, you know, when we went Croatia, I think, mm. yeah, from then. And yeah. um, that disappeared. That went. It was like, I haven't had that problem again since then. Yeah, I haven't had it. It's cool. It is fine. Um, and, you know, as well as all these, just the awakening. Like, And I even think that probably prepared me more for the pandemic, more than anything, you know, more than a lot of people around me. Do you know what I mean? It kind of just something just clicked like oh how the world is like everything's cool don't worry like it's fine do you know what I mean and so even with that happening as panicked as I was at the beginning because I didn't know Mm. what was going on but it was easier to like okay let me just take in what this is let me read this I never would have bothered to read I'd have just been like whatever but let me just see to make sure that my whatever is for real or whatever like (laughs) I mean not just accept it do you know what I mean from face value like I normally would and that, that's because of the way, awakening that I had, you know, when you were there or when we it were there. Ooh, so it was strong, I remember, couldn't,
3: because I couldn't do it. I, I wanted to do it with you two, but when it came to it, my body just went, you're not, you, you're not strong enough
1: mm.
0: to do,
3: you know, a ceremony. And I remember being in my little hut, and it was like thundering and lightning, and it was torrential rain when you two started. And I had oh, a little yeah. cat at the time, and me and the little cat were just saying our prayers to God. God, look after Kevin, look after Mice, look after Aisha, send them my love. And we were just like with you. Mm. We were with you the whole night, even though, you know, I wasn't physically there. I just felt both of you, I guess, because I love you so much,
1: you know? Oh, we love you too, sis. We love you too. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, man. So that was a powerful experience right there. And obviously a type of therapy. I think if you're going to do it, you know what I mean? Make sure that you research the people you do it with, first of all. And then also, I I think it's important to do the diet. The diet is quite simple. It's just cut out oil, salt, sugar, fats.
0: Alcohol.
1: Alcohol, smoking, sex, uh, violence, everything that you enjoy. No poke on your folk. Yeah, no
0: meat.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's easy, man. (laughs) It ain't easy, but, you know, it gets you ready for it anyway. But, yeah um if you do man there's a few people you can get in touch with phoenix the ice fire um as well as who else there's someone else who does it out here as well now um but yeah moving on obviously types of therapy we're talking about you know what i mean we, we we wouldn't be we'd be <laughs> remiss if we didn't ask you about this because we know you've got into it and you you, you have quite an understanding about this What's the way of saying it without saying it? You say it. Urine therapy. Well, it's
3: called O-ring. That's what a lot of people, they'll call it.
1: O-ring. O-ring. It sounds more medicinal. We're all in in on the O-ring right now. Ladies and gents, grab your buckets if you need to, man. You know what I mean? If you feel a bit squeamish. But we're going to talk about this.
3: Actually, I do need to have a pee. Can I have a quick blue break and I'll come Are you back. You're going to drink in it in front <laughs> of us? Or... No,
0: no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I could do that.
2: So, sure. We we'll have a little ad want. break.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll have a little ad break. Yeah. Yeah, go all on, right. do your thing. Okay. You know what I mean? I'll,
3: I'll...
1: Or in... I'll put you on mute. Yeah. That's a nuke. Y'all right there. You know what I mean? Energy healer. Uh, Healing of a lot of other things as well, as you can see. Do you know what I mean? And speaking of healing, it's only right we get into some uh, Canisers UK talk. And when I talk about Canisers UK, I'm talking about quality CBD products, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Why use CBD? Well... CBD is one of over 100 active cannabinoids in cannabis and has been used historically for its many health benefits without the high associated with THC. God damn! (laughs) Yes, and it comes from the plant extracted, you know what I mean, sourced from one of the most trusted and well-established suppliers in the UK. The plants are grown organically without the use of harmful pesticides or chemicals on hemp farms across the EU. Oof. You know what I mean? So you know you're getting the quality right there. And let me shout out the products, of course, man. You've got Indica CBD spray as well as Sativa CBD spray. And with these sprays, you can, you know, under the tongue, over the tongue, wherever you want to put it, man rub it into your um, armpits. I don't know, you know what I mean? Some people do some wild stuff anyway. But yeah, very good. If you wanna catch that like upliftment, go for the sativa. If you need to get some sleep and relax, go for the indica. You can also get um, full spectrum, which is both indica and sativa spray. And that just, you know what I mean? That's when you're getting everything the way you're supposed to get it, all in one, holistically. You can also get CBD balms, sativa, or full spectrum, they can help with aches and pains as well as, well as uh, rashes um, you know what I mean, uh, what I find people if you work out, if anyone works out there when you get the DOMS you know, when that, that first time you get back into it I know not some of you lot are going to do mm. that now because summer's coming back in when you get the DOMS, <laughs> yeah the CBD it, trust it helps man, just rub that on the, the old muscles and trust me helps you heal a lot quicker and if you like a little you know sip at night on some hot chocolate I gotta give a shout out to the hot chocolate stirrers of course you get three in a pack just throw some hot water in a cup and stir it away baby (laughs) ha! yeah man and also they got the Belgian chocolates man can't get enough of that quality CBD products from Canisaz and when you get to the checkout make sure you type in the acronym for the show S-Y-M-N-N-K-N-A that's S-Y-M-N-N-K-N-A shit you might not never know nothing about and you'll get yourself 20% off any order from CannaSursUK.com
2: mother lovers we've also got uh, this thing coming up yep Uh, let's take the music off so we haven't got some sort of copyright thing oh yeah just in case which is yes Breaking We've convention. got the breaking
1: convention park jam this Monday, first of May. The flyer is here, mother lovers. Oh yeah. You can see that. You got Lady Like. You got skinny man. Myself, my Stiggy, Mass Law hosting. It's gonna be from two PM till seven PM. Wow, they're not playing around, man. Also got Lashanti, twin tactics. IC One, Shelby T, more artists to be confirmed. There's a lot going on there. Uh, you know they got the stalls. They've also got the um, basketball court with a lot going on in terms of break dancing. There's also um,
2: Shorty Blitz. Shorty Blitz Sarah is going to be
1: DJing alongside Sarah Love. Yes, exactly. Saved me there, Dan. I was trying to read that there, <laughs> and then. Um, <laughs> Who else? There was something else I was going to mention as well. Yeah, they've got the barbarians, man. They've got the dudes doing the calisthenics around yeah. the back, man. So, you know, it gets crazy. It's going to be a wicked day, man. Something for the whole family as well, so you can bring the youth then. Make sure you come through, mother lovers.
2: And then... Breaking
1: convention park jam. The other
2: thing Monday, is... May the 1st.
1: <laughs> it's amazing how May the 1st seems to always drop on a Monday. Does it?
2: No. No, it doesn't. It doesn't, does <laughs> <No>. it? <laughs> so well, it's the first to... Monday of the the first Monday of the month, basically. So if it's it just happens to be the first.
1: Uh Yeah, um, yeah you lot caught me on a and this is the moment other, there, boy.
2: The other thing.
1: And the other thing is a Smokey Joe and the Kid live album is coming out this Friday for all you bitches and bitchettes, no discrimination, by the way. Yeah. So make sure you go and stream that, please. You know what I mean? Support the lads. This is the last one, last tour of the year. So, you know, we thought we'd go out with a bang and give you a live album in case you missed the show, which is probably majority of the people watching this podcast because you mother-lovers are definitely not in France
2: all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Wicked, man. And what is that? What is the actual live album then? What, it's just uh, oh, so the live it like, album... It's not just one show. It's like a, it cuts from different shows. Yeah, cuts it?
1: from different shows. Um, so it would be a mixture of shows that we've done um, throughout the tour over the last sort of year and a half. I'm pretty sure. Um, so then they are versions of tunes that would normally have the rappers that you know were on them on the original, but we put our own little. Panache on there, right? So it's like, yeah, people are getting exclusive bits and bobs there. Even yeah, mess so ups these as won't well, have been, little, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know I mean, it's just well, it's, it's live, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should be fun, man. Should be fun for the people there. Okay. Yes, shit, you might not never know nothing about. Let's get on back to the program, Anuka. Right, my love. Have you got? <laughs> How much did you did you get a litre?
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right.
1: So we we'll wait for it to cool down a bit. <laughs> uh, some ice.
2: I prefer it straight away. Yeah, if you're gonna have it. Is it? You prefer it straight away. Yeah, when it, it, it goes cold, it's it's not as palatable.
1: People age it though, don't they? They like there's yeah. people that talk about they've got ten year old tea and all that.
2: Right, it, it, so it gets yeah. more ammonia ammonia ish the longer you leave it and so no, it's no but apparently not if you put less. cotton wool
1: it gets less ammonia yeah
3: i've got five just <laughs> aging right now
1: what's the oldest one
3: um <laughs> september
2: wow so right hmm. at, or in therapy so what sorry what do you do with the older stuff what's your what do you do when it's aged do you so of the age stuff it for is skin the that generates
3: the stem cells in it.
2: So do you use it so for skin, I, or do you, you don't drink it when it's old, or? What's I do. The, I, do, I right.
3: so I started. Okay, so the age stuff I use mainly for my skin care. So yeah. I rub it in in the morning and in the evening, and I also rub it in my joints because sometimes my joints are sore. So it's almost like I use it like Tiger Balm, and if I've if my doggies have got any rashes, I put it in their food and I rub it on them. And like this morning, I had a little bit of um. Sometimes I get shingles, and I just noticed I had a patch on my belly, so I rubbed someone this morning. And when I went to the loo early and looked at it, it's already started healing. Mm. So it's good. It's good for ge- regeneration of cells. The aged one. It's not so good for muscular problems though, but actually at the moment it seems to be working in terms of helping my joints. So that's what I use the age one for mainly. And then the fresh one I drink the first flow every morning. And like you say, I drink it warm. And sometimes I drink it through my nose so it cleans my sinuses. Mm. And again, I just use it to give it to the dogs. And that's mm-hmm. it. Occasionally wow. when I first started I was looping it. So Every time I pee, I would drink it, yeah. and I did that for about two weeks. But that was just for me to get into my own energy, because that's the reason why I did it. Because I wanted it to be more in my energy, so I could do my work cleaner. And I did notice that there's a really subtle vibration with you, like you can feel that. You, it's almost like being back in your mum's womb, and you know how that. I can't remember how to pronounce it. You know that fluid around around you, when that a fluid sack. That's all
2: weird. Amniotic.
3: So yeah, amniotic. Yeah, that's fluid, amniotic. Yeah. So by drinking it, I could feel this like just, just this bubble of soft, soft, containing love surrounding mm. me. And then one day I was sitting there, my third eye, the middle of my forehead, just buzzing. I thought, what's going on? And then later I found out that actually it decalcifies the pineal gland. So I thought, oh, oh all right. Oh. But it's, I just, yeah, it's just I used it. I use it to do mouthwash if I have a sore throat. Um, In winter, because it's so damp and rainy here, sometimes I get a chest infection. I I was born asthmatic and I drink it and it disappears after two days, as opposed to when I didn't know about urine therapy. Mm. I had a chest infection that lasted six weeks when I first got here. Mm. So it's great. I thoroughly recommend it.
1: So um, I'm I'm just looking up here and it says... um, there's, um, it's thoughtco.com and it's saying there's a table of urine chemical composition. Um, and it says things like, um, so it says 95% water. So, yeah, then it says urea, which is, um, 2%. Yep. And so that's, that's um, the... actually used in like cosmetic products, right? That's
0: exactly that's,
3: a lot yeah. of the
1: cosmetic products what that they say are, um, anti-aging products. Is that... It's
3: because of the uric acid that they put on. Whereas well, so if you use your own urine and you age it, you've basically got bespoke face cream. And I thought, oh, it's, the ammonia is going to smell really badly. But the, I basically put it in a jar, put some toilet paper on top and put an elastic band around it and just put it in the sun. And after a couple of weeks, the ammonia mm, burns off. Right. And when Ooh. I drink it, it just tastes like woody. And I just thought, one, well, I'm Chinese, so I'm used to drinking weird stuff. And two, I've done ayahuasca, and it's not, you know, it's not as intense as the taste of ayahuasca, so it's not that bad. And when I first started it, I think I was eating meat that week, and I was eating cheesy watsu, so I didn't clean up my diet. I just literally peeing, I thought, I'm going to drink it. And all they did was taste like salty broth. I thought, oh, that's doable. So I've just been doing it ever since. But mm -hmm. you want to start properly, then they recommend that, you know, you eat fruit, you drink clean water, like distilled water, mm. and ideally drink lots of water. And then when you drink it, it tastes like coconut. And it does actually, because I've, I've done that as well. It does taste yeah, I've heard,
1: I've a, heard hint a few people coconut. say that. Yeah, I've heard a few yeah. people say coconut. I, th-
2: I think the. And I use it for. Sorry, go on. Carry on.
3: I use it for enemas as well. So I do a foot bath mm. once a week to get all the draw out, all the heavy metals from my body. And I also do use, use it for enemas to get rid of parasites in my body.
2: Hmm. The first... I, f- <laughs> I first noticed it when I had an athlete's foot when I was, like, probably in my 20s, and I, and I used to piss on my foot in the shower, and <laughs> then it went away
1: and then... Did you yeah. purposefully, like, was you like, oh, yeah yeah, I, was, I just, just thought,
2: I just, I think I, I think I, it was before the internet, but I think I'd like seen something about urine, mm. healing rashes, oh, or something yeah, like that, yeah, and I yeah, just thought, used... well, this athlete's foot ain't going away, it's not, what else can I try, and you know, I thought I'd like soak it in, in that sort of thing, in the shower, and after a couple of weeks, it went away. Um,
1: and that's in the shower as well, so it's yeah. like, it's diluted, what um, yeah. in it. Um, And they I've well, seen <laughs> They say about um, jellyfish. Like, I remember hearing about that. If you get stung by a jellyfish, yeah. pee on it. Pee on the steam. I think that's a myth. <laughs> is it? What is it? If you yeah, because get... there's
3: a Facebook group called Urine Therapy, and it's all practitioners that mm. do it. It's all around the world. Mm. And that was one of the questions when they said, no, that's actually
1: a myth. Oh, wow. Pretty good comedy scene, no.
3: <laughs> if you have a deep wound, like you cut your No, off. it's not
1: working. Quick, carry on, carry on. <laughs> I got, now i run out, man. <laughs> Quit fucking, excuse me, excuse me, do you need to piss? Do you need to, like, people running, but no, I'm all, okay. Come on, I need someone to piss on my mate's leg. Quick, he's been stuck by a jellyfish. <sighs> I need to piss. Hmm? Um, need all right, piss. <clears throat> so also, so it says urea, there's sodium, 0.6% uh, sodium, 0.6% chloride, there's sulfate, there's potassium, phosphate, there's creatine, Oh. Oh, creatinine, uh, ammonia, obviously we know about ammonia, and the uric acid, which you mentioned, calcium, magnesium. So it's interesting that we... And it's distilled water as well. Yeah, distilled water. Yeah, that's And it's, oh, yeah, and that's it's, what and it's, it's energetically,
2: water. you know, it's, it's, it's passed through your body, so it's in the same, you know, it's been through all your pathways, so it's energetically transformed into water that's for your body.
1: Structured around your so body. So if you're going yeah, yeah, to take it back water. in, it's
2: already been... You know, um, Okay like programmed
1: for your body, yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Wow, oh boy, you're not gonna have me out here drinking my pee in the party, <laughs> bye, bye. Come on with it. Hey, what you drinking up? Hey, hey, you won't know about this, bro. <laughs> yeah, yo, you're looking young, bruv. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> know. Yeah. Yo. So yeah, people out there that were talking about, oh, you're looking young. I can't believe you're 50... Yeah. Well, I only did
3: 77 yeah. in September last year. So mm. it's a recent thing.
1: Oh,
0: right. Okay. But my,
3: well, my skin feels better because the sun's quite strong and I don't use any sun, what's it called, sun cream.
0: Because
3: mm. I don't agree with the ingredients and it seems yeah. to work for that. Mm. You know, it's just good for anything to do with you've got sun skin damage, eczema, anything like that. It's really good for that. And yeah. I just find, like, I did a urine fast five days once, and it was just so, it makes you so present with yourself, like, I am in the present. Mm. There's no other reality than I am in the present, and you just feel so clean. Your, your thoughts are clean, your feelings are clean, a bit like what you were saying about your ayahuasca experience, you know, it's like the, seeing all the components. Mm. But that was bit intense for me. <laughs>
1: I, I, it's just I think like for me the drinking the pee bit is just hard to I don't think I can not make my belly squirt you know feel that
2: feeling of, uh, like I want to but puke. just start with a little bit yeah but just, like just start with, like, with a, a couple drop, drops underneath drop,
3: your tongue yeah. that's what people do I, when
2: yeah, I first done it because okay. my girlfriend does it all the time mm. she does it she's, mm-hmm. she does it every day she's been doing it for years mm. and she's done oh. urine fast and all this sort of thing um and uh, she just said, just put a bit under your tongue and just leave it and then spit it out again. You know, that's the first introduction to it. <laughs> or just yeah, even yeah. just things like putting it on cuts or like I've done the, um, you know, when I had a cold once, I've done the neti thing with it. Maybe and problem. it really burns and it's, re- you know, it really does act, but it just clears it out completely. Mm. It, clear- it, just pour- it just draws everything out when you do the netty thing with it um And then, and the yeah. more you
3: do it, the cleaner it gets. I find, yeah. you know, like that... even if you were drinking it every day, yeah, the first glass might be the most punchy, but by the third glass, it just tastes barely of anything.
2: I think it's the water. For me, I think it's the water more than like if you if you if you have lots of water, it gets really clean, mm. and it mm. doesn't mm. matter so much what you. As long as you're not eating absolute shit, mm. but. If you're eating, if you just have fruit, it is really, really nice. It's like honey goes like really nice, like a really honey flavor. If you just only have fruit for a couple of days and then lots of water as well, you know. But um, yeah, if you're just having normal food, it's, it's not that bad. First one in the morning was always a bit strong. But like you say, as long as you drink a lot of water, it's not really that bad. So apparently, I think
3: it's, it's okay for you to just try it and see. You know, It's yeah, yeah. your body; it's an experiment. And yeah, And actually I don't care so about good good the taste. Mm.
2: Yeah, huh? I don't actually care about the taste, even if it is a strong glass. I don't, you, know, you can tell you've had. You can tell what if you've had loads of bad food the day before because it's really strong. Yeah. yeah. And so you know, like, oh yeah, well, I've just had some bad food. That's all it is.
1: Um, so, um, Sinead has asked, Can you overdo it? Is it possible you, you can, can overdo it? One
3: fella said, If you wouldn't recommend looping, like pissing and drinking continuously, because it's a diuretic, so you'll constantly be peeing away your essential salts. So, there's that element,
1: so it is a diuretic, yeah. yeah. You know, so, you,
3: you need to go to the loo. For me, about an hour after I've drunk my own pee, I need to go to the loo again.
1: Mm. And so that will constantly keep happening?
3: If you do the looping. But the looping, for me, I did it, like I said, to clean to start cleaning myself up. So I was starting from, you from know, ground zero. So I could start again in terms of my energy. But now I, don't, I haven't done it for a few months now. I mm-hmm. think I only did it that one time.
1: Looping. And so um, I've often heard about like, uh, you can get, it's sort of like um, your body will purge. So people say they do it and then they got sick, but it's actually part of the healing. Is that right? <clears throat> like, I
3: haven't purged. I've noticed that my person, my bowel movements are great since I've been doing it. Like my bowel movements are great anyway, but I feel really complete when I go to the loo
0: hmm.
3: now that I'm using, you know, just drinking a glass every morning. So there's that. And I, I think I do sleep better, hmm. generally because of it. I just feel just uh, just uh just like you know the Ready had advert, hmm. and they <laughs> had that outline. Young, yeah, you yeah, got the Ready Brek,
1: the Ready Brek glow.
3: And it feel I feel like that, like I'm protected in this, yeah, this urine... you ring energetic glow thing. It's
1: golden as well, isn't it? The um, ready-break glow. It must be yeah. the urine glow. Yeah, I mean, that's some esoteric shit they might be <laughs> joking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's pretty, uh it's interesting, man. I think, yeah, like a lot of people are obviously going to be like, ah, I don't know about that, but yeah, it, it's known, that's it's a, been, a, it's
3: frontier, it? been
1: mentioned in scripture as well. Is that right? Yeah, They've mentioned it in, yeah certain yeah. um, biblical
3: scriptures. In the Disney scrolls, the scrolls they mention it. and all the each knowledge mentions it
0: mm.
3: about the Fountain of Life. There's actually a book from the 1940s. And it's quite a famous book and they call it the Fountain of Life. I mean, my mum told me about it when I was little.
1: Yeah, someone asked how did you first dad, know about it.
3: My mum and dad were farmers back in Hong Kong. They were, We were an indigenous tribe. So they always worked with fat medicine and all that and when I was little and had really bad asthma my mum said to me you drink my tea you'll be better but I don't yeah I'm, I was eight years old lived in a chip shop in Manchester I thought no thanks no thanks ma
1: <laughs> yeah yeah boy she knew something then obviously you know and, and that yeah. was a sign there for you <laughs> at the same time well
3: I planted the seed and I had to wait until I was in my 50s before I thought all right ma I'll do it mm. But it was because there was a woman that I follow on YouTube, she does kind of like energy reports, she talks about all things spiritual, she called Laurie Lag. And she was saying that she just does it. And because I really respect what she says, I thought, okay, if she's doing it, I'm going to have a go. I literally finished listening to the podcast, went to the loo, peed into a cup and drank it. I thought, it's all right. Yeah there,
1: there were no a fat, lot a lot, no lot of fat, people yes fat. so you're a prime example someone who's done it and you're fine you know and you said that you actually felt better off the back of it um so there obviously got to be people that are skeptical and then mention the side of because we understand both as being waste they'll be like okay but would you eat your own feces you know what i mean is that isn't
3: but it's not I think that's what the mainstream wants to tell you, that it's waste, but it's not actually waste. Like I said, because like, in the P- urine, P- is P- the P- uric acid. Yeah. Mm. But the uric acid, they collect it from men's toilets and also from horses in order to make into face cream and stuff. And we naturally have got this. And also don't forget, if we were, if they, if we were taught from an early age this is actually the fountain of life and we were drinking it, there would be no need for pharmaceuticals because it's such a strong detox. The fact that it releases heavy metals, the fact that it can repair your cells, and I did have a break. I was doing it, and then I think in January I just stopped all my practices for a month because I thought, let's just see what happens if I don't do anything, and I did feel worse, and now I'm back on it. Yeah. It's not like I feel like a Duracell rabbit or anything, but I just feel buoyant. I just feel well in myself. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: There are um, a lot of um, old, you know, fountains, uh, sculptures and that of, you know, children peeing, you know, and you see the water coming out of the fountain. Apparently, that's all linked to it in some form or way. So, you know, People should <laughs> really think about, you know. There's it, not any statues
2: but... of people doing poos. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah no well yeah uh gladly not but i mean there might i mean be. you can you, you know, can tell t- you
3: can tell scenes, you can t- the poo smell whereas we like we say we eat a fresh healthy diet it barely smells of anything It looks almost clear
2: yeah you, so you mm, know yeah you can so intu- you can see int- lots of decayed
3: things yeah
2: lots yeah. of decayed things look like poo poo looks like it's decayed matter so even leaves, when, you, when they're all old in the, in, you know, at the end of autumn when the leaves are falling, they'll turn brown and yeah. break down. So poo is the colour of something breaking down, whereas wee is golden when it's good.
1: Yeah. You know. Golden brown. Sometimes it can be orange, though. Some people, you like need to hydrate, man. Like stay hydrated, <laughs> my <mother> beloved. <laughs> yeah. You look with that orange pee, man. Jeez, you better know something's going on when the lips all... Drink some water, man.
3: But even my dad's like, when we go walking, one of them peas, the other one drinks it. Animals know instinctively that like, there's something about it, mm. you know?
1: Mm. mm Animals drink it. Jeez. And so they're there As well as all these vitamins and minerals, there are stem cells yeah. in the pee as well. And that's
3: how why you age it. That's what, if you age it at least 10 days, that's, you start generating the stem cells and it, the stem cells and generate like some ridiculous amount from zero on day one to something like ten hundred thousand or something some you know mad volume in just ten days so that's why the longer you leave it the more potent it becomes
1: and, and the cells. more potent
3: it is the less it smells of it. it just tastes earthy, and you can actually taste the fat i could taste my own fat in it
1: wow mm. And stem cells are said to um, basically sort of help regenerate any area that needs it. So you know yeah. that's why a lot of people say, uh, obviously, about yeah. putting it on your skin, it yeah. gets rid of the blemishes.
3: But it's muscle repair as well. Like if you have a wound, yeah, the wound, internal organs, it regenerates the liver.
2: Yeah,
1: sorts out like the kidneys um yeah. mr sovereign said it's funny how people don't want to um oh, sorry martha sovereign said it's funny how people don't want to drink their own fluids but i find with drinking other animals mm. Exactly. interesting exactly.
3: good point
1: mm. Very <laughs> cocktails. <laughs> now people have to be yeah. Mr. DJ Pro everything's
3: Tracks. Remember, everything's topsy turvy mm. in, in the modern world. Everything they promote is good. Drinking, you know, convenient food, bread, all that is actually, and sugar is actually absolute shit for our bodies. Was as natural, as raw, mm. drinking your own pee, all that. And being peaceful, it's not sexy. If everyone's just peaceful and happy in themselves, nobody would go to war for the government, wouldn't it? Be like, fuck that for chickens. I'm staying in. Mm. I'm aging my urine. Thank
0: you very much.
1: <laughs> I've got work to do I out my here, hair man. In it. Yeah. I'll try and get this ammonia smell out my backyard, man. Hush. Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. Um, so Sinead's asking how long um, to get clean, though. She's eating a. Uh, ice cream right now (laughs) you know everyone's
3: different you know and it also depends what your diet's been like how long have you had a certain diet have you got physical health problems and like i said what you like mentally emotionally but it's like you can't we can't we're not we're not you can't sort everything out in a month let's say it's just slowly take pick a in your life and just make the small changes it's changes that are just just doable don't be so ambitious because if you're too ambitious it's not going to work mm. just pick like drink more water and drink more water for 21 days because in 21 days you change the neural wiring in your brain it becomes a new habit
1: 21 so days start small
3: like that and the one change will lead to another change and before you know it few years have gone by, you're drinking your own urine and thinking, yeah, what's, what's your problem, man?
2: Mm. <laughs> Everyone in the chat, they, we'll have you all on it at some point, yeah. You'll all be looking back at this day and thinking,
1: yeah. "Golden why well, you take a little sip? <laughs> like, you know, net, that, I don't that, know, that, I don't know be... what the I was worried
3: about. That, the fact that it's even, we're talking about it now. We, even two years ago, I would not have even entertained it, mm. and it would have been harder to it's actually still quite hard to find the information. Like when I look on YouTube, I have to go through the links in the urine therapy group because YouTube just won't give me any information.
2: Mm, yeah, that's true, yeah.
3: But it's, yeah, so it's still not that easy. And equally, like one of my friends, one of you know, since I was 13, I told her about it. Mm. And she said, well, what works for you? And she's like, she's not, she's plugged into that, you know, the other life. She's not interested in anything I do but the fact that Even people I know in the different worlds are like, yeah, whatever. Mm. Yeah, if it works for you. At some point, all this will come together. You know, a few years ago, Reiki was, again, you know, women of a certain age with Kafkans, but now everybody knows about Reiki, and they even offer it in hospitals. (coughs) They're looking for Reiki practitioners in one of the hospitals. So it's all slowly, everything's coming into Mm. the mainstream awareness.
1: Um. mm. Yeah, that's very true, actually. I think, yeah, it's I, I, yeah, it's definitely one of the things you've got to dig more into uh, to understand it more if you are going to go there. Um, and, yeah, obviously, because of the fact that it's looked at as waste, I think, and that could be part of an inversion, you know what I mean? Like the fact that it's all done in the same place. And like you said, though, there are urinals where it's done in a way where they they could be just collecting it all. For real, huh? They
3: are collecting it all because mm. it's cheap cheap purse uh, resource for these big beauty companies drug companies you oh, know right. so where would they be they getting the URI? festivals getting it yeah
1: oh, it's from the festivals yeah but ain't they yeah that's jeez man now let me well, have start it, investigate investigate to start investigating investigate
3: they break down the weed so they just get the acid in the laboratories whereas we just drink the whole lot and let our body take care of sifting it all out Mm.
1: <laughs> the human filter mice investigates urinals it's coming, to <laughs> it's coming to a cinema coming <laughs> <laughs> to <There's laughs> a cinema there's a whole movement from, in India uh,
3: in Kerala if anyone's interested, South India there's a whole movement Shimbabwe therapy and it was written in their scriptures in the Bhagavad Gita I think it is
1: mm. about urine therapy
3: mm mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Look, man, I'm telling you, there's something there. You know, Dan's been on it. You know what I mean? I think we're, we're going to have to do an episode where Dan drinks his own pee.
2: I soak my hair in it.
1: And then we find out if he's back here. You soak your hair in it?
2: It's
0: meant...
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. If he's yeah, back here. It's great
3: for his hair. It makes it really soft and strong and shiny.
1: Yeah. Wow, man. We are our own medicine. Imagine that. Yeah. So, what I was well, the reason why I listed the um, nutrients in it is I was trying to figure is that actually, are we, you know, we, <laughs> uh, is it the fact that we've eaten foods containing these nutrients why it's coming out, or is it being produced by us because the stem cells aren't coming from? any other outside source are they because they're the stem cells are for us so if we're producing stem cells and they're being, I don't know whether flushed out is the right word or not but they're coming out with all these other nutrients with well, it's like filtered you were saying
3: water the as well. about the, the quality will depend on your diet, is it? I think that the baseline is yeah, we, we naturally create these nutrients but then the potency of the nutrients the efficiency depends on each individual's diet mm you know, What we're putting in will get, we'll get out will get out. I mean the man. the view in therapist said even if you're eating just a bug standard Western diet, lots of fats, lots of processed food, lots of meat, it's still good for you to you drink your own urine because of these um, minerals that you just don't get in food nowadays because it's been so all the food, you know, even the vegetables are so highly processed. You saw GMO, it's still loads of pesticides. So it's good for that.
1: And they're saying that um, it's almost like the pea It's in your body's intuitive, and so it creates all these, because it can read what's going on in your body, then it will create all these nutrients. Or you know, I'm still trying to get my head around how that could happen, but it creates these nutrients, and then that's what flashes out. And so even the stem cells and that, if you drank them again, you know, you drink your pee, then now those stem cells that have been made, um. Will you know they'll go to that part of the body or whatever that needs fixing?
2: Um, yeah, the um, also Programming, some it's almost some like it's been programmed. To some things are are uh, broken down in different parts of the body, and and mm. then you know so they're bio they they're not bioavailable at every at the same place. And yeah. it's not not just all in your in your stomach where everything is like. Mm. Squeezed out, and then you know, or in, or in the gut, it's all so sometimes there are other things that pass all the way through the body, and in the last process, they're turned mm. into their constituent parts. You mm. might get the magnesium salts, or you might get mm. the vitamins, you know, that have been, um, say, someone's taken uh, vitamin tablets, mm. and because they've got um, because they're in tablet form, they're not actually able to be absorbed by the body yeah, yeah. but they come out in the piss because the piss uh, they're broken down in the liver mm. and then they're turned into you know whether they're broken down and they're turned into bioavailable vitamins mm. then you can ingest them again and then get the actual benefit of the vitamins but when it's just a tablet you're not getting the, vi- the benefit of it because your body can't really break down the tablet mm. at, the, at the beginning stage you know so there's little yeah. things like that bits of. Bits and pieces are, are only revealed as they pass through the body, and then they're available at the end. You yeah, know, the same as those. Have you seen that coffee that it passes through the civets? Mm. I think it's in Vietnam or something. Some so they, squirrel or something. Yeah, right? so they eat the actual bean, oh, yeah. and then it passes through bits. Yeah. The harshness of the acid in, in, the, in the in the in the yeah the, yeah all the breaking down processes mm. in the civets stomach and gut then break it down and make the the bean available at the end, you know. So they eat all of the shell. So it's similar sort of process. So
1: Mr. Green, I, people I'd out say, there, I don't know. There yeah, are people out there drinking shit, basically. You know what I mean? And that's just to get to work and do. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, you'll drink.
2: The, you'll drink a squirrel yeah, shit, coffee. Yeah, you won't drinking, drink your own piss. Yeah, you drink. A, <laughs> what's wrong with you?
1: <laughs> you drink a squirrel <laughs> shit, but won't drink your own piss, <laughs> man. See, that's that's how deep it gets out here, man. That's amazing. My auntie
3: actually used to use the pea to like, to grow her vegetables and fruit because of the nutrients. I forgot about that.
1: Mm
3: wow. So that's what you use it for as well. I'm, yeah, I remember my favourite auntie in Billowicky.
1: <laughs> and wouldn't people you know, I remember reading about how um people discovered sort of um you know, how to grow vegetation, it was because where they went and pooed you know, and the seeds and all that dropping out. That like All of a sudden, shit was growing. I Literally. don't know. Well, it's
3: just, it sounds
1: about right. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, that's a whole other story. I don't think we'll ever probably do that on YouTube. <laughs> we might have to do that on uh, the old Odyssey. Shout out. Yeah, big up Dan, man. Dan DNA was um, going in on how good Odyssey is, and I think he's right, man. You'll be able to stream on there now. Mm. So I think, yeah, and what I like about it, man, you, even when you got it on the phone, if you put it on um, you know, full screen and then you want to go to another app, then it'll have a little pop-up window so you can still function on your phone whilst the video Unlike is YouTube, Unlike YouTube. Unlike YouTube, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think we might have to make that switch. It's open source. Remember, we were talking about open up your sources last week. Uh, so, yeah. Make sure you like subscribe to our Odyssey channel. We're gonna start putting all the links in the um descriptions as well, man, because we get a little bit lost sometimes. Yeah. We need a drive. You gotta yeah. go.
2: You gotta go. Yeah, got to go. yeah,
1: yeah my dog I know.
3: is need feeding.
0: Yeah,
1: what- I know, that's what I was wrapping oh. up now because I didn't want yeah, you know, I could tell that the dogs were like, Yo, she ain't coming. She ain't coming, bruv. No, I can't hear <laughs> so. Anuka man, really appreciate you coming through and sharing your story. Thank telling you. us some shit we Thank might know. Thanks so not much for having me. Oh, no, yeah, really joy. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thank you.
3: Lovely to meet you, Dan.
1: Yeah, you too. <laughs> <Actually> <laughs> lovely to
3: see you, mate.
1: Yes, likewise, sis. <laughs> yeah, it's
3: been too long.
1: <laughs> <Isn't it>? uh, <laughs> good to see you doing well. And we we'll definitely catch up soon, man. We've got to do it yeah. again at some point. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Come back and save
1: me again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I think you'll be all right now, but we we'll definitely we we'll <laughs> want to try and visit. I definitely want to try and visit, man. Mexico is free out there, isn't it? People ain't on the whole, like... They tried
3: to bring the vaccine over here, but no one was having it. They were like, no thanks.
1: (laughs) Nada más. They
3: couldn't couldn't give it away. Oh, for real? Everyone was like, no thank you, no Mm -hmm. gracias.
1: Yeah, that's what we are talking about. Please, some love emojis, flower emojis, fire emojis, whatever you can. Piss emojis, anything. Pissy, yeah. (laughs) Urine emojis, whatever you want. For the lovely Anuka Yao. Thank you for your help,
3: everyone. Make sure absolute joy.
1: you follow her. My
3: heart is full.
1: Yes, no, appreciate it. We appreciate you coming through and sharing your time with us as well. You go and attend those dogs.
3: All right, I'm off then. We love them too. I'm off to give you some of my pee.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Okay, enjoy the
2: rest of your day.
1: All right, have a good day. Ciao. Have a good night. And you, thanks a lot. I'm still awake, bro. Hey. Manana, manana. Yes. That's right. So you can follow her on Instagram. Where is the button? That's Anukiyao right there. What a journey, boy. What a journey, mother lovers. That's what we're talking about right there, man. Some shit you might not never know nothing about. I apologize to any of the squeamish mother lovers out there who couldn't handle the pee talk. <laughs> but, you know. This is what we do here, man. We've got to talk the talk that they don't want us to walk. Do you know what I mean? I want to give a shout out to everyone who came through. Um, we're going to make sure... <laughs> Mr. Green says she's off to get pissed. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious, man. You look with the pee jokes. Squatting. Oh, man. Yeah, that was very interesting, man. You know, I think a lot of people out there got to understand you can heal yourself... Don't be afraid. Just look out for more information. You know what I mean? Ask the people that you think might have some more of that information. And they, I'm sure they can help you. You know, it's time to start building up those, that catalog of information. Yeah, because, that, um, that's
2: the main thing to understand, is that, is that there's lots of different things out there that you don't have to go to the doctor about. Like go to them when you, when you get your leg cut off in a bloody uh, accident at work, you don't have to go to them for headaches. Don't have to go for them for stomach pains or for, well, we've just seen even cancer. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. (laughs) You know, so it's just, we're, we're only trying to help everybody sort of understand there's, there's other things to explore out there that you, you could put, you know, try all these things before you try the other thing, you know, don't, don't discount any of these things because they've been around longer than the other thing, mm. than the than the doctors.
1: Health freedom. It's all about health freedom, man. Yeah. In my opinion. You know what I mean? Like the freedom yeah. of being able to choose what works best for you. And you know, like the story we heard about intuition. Like a lot of us have got it. You know what I mean? And um if you if it's what feels like it it feels right to you, if it's what feels right to you, feels like it makes sense. Then by all means you should be able to have this the freedom of choice to be able to say, like, yeah, this is what I wanna do for myself. I think this will work. Mm. Whether anyone else, you know what I mean, um, cares or not. And also, now that we understand we're understanding more that they haven't proven any type of um you know path- pathogen or whatever mm. floating around in the air that gives you more freedom to understand like it is down to me to keep myself it doesn't matter who's coughing or sneezing around me mm. as long as that like, I'm keeping myself uh at a good you know level of balance homeostasis as they say um you know some form of optimum health then I'll be cool do you know what I mean but mm. there might be a time I need to purge just think about like how much shit we breathe in in the cities anyway yeah. Like when you're walking past them big engines and all that and you can smell the fumes, like that's going in your lungs. Yeah. There's gonna be a time that you need to purge that out. And it just so happens that the body's creative enough, you know what I mean, and magical enough that it will choose a time to purge that out. And that's usually when the weather's a bit switchy, you know what I mean? Hot or cold. So they feel like it's logic, there's logic there to that, and it happens to everybody, you know, especially in you know all the us scrunched up in little um, estates and all that and you know in the city and whatnot. so it's all making sense man it's all making sense mother lovers anyway it's about that time though you know what I mean you got any last words
2: for them D? no <laughs> but Mr Green who goes yeah, to the course, doctors Mr. for headaches migraine loads of people go to the headaches with migraines who goes to the doctors for headaches yeah <laughs> loads of people yeah a lot you'd of be surprised do, right? oh you'd it's be surprised how often people hypochondriac heaven man
1: yeah, man. Um, but yeah, so I, I, then the, the other thing I think is people that do argue it, you've got to remember, like people like us have looked at both sides. we looked at everything you're looking at and then everything we looked at. So until you do that, really, the argument is kind of never going to be a true argument. It's going to be like, you know, a lot of presumptions and, you know, yeah, kind of false claims and, you know, What's the, like the straw man shit where they just go, oh, do you, would you would you sleep with somebody with HIV then? You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> oh, okay. Right. I say yes. Then you go, oh, you're crazy. Then I say no. You go, see? That's what it's <laughs> like. No, that's not really part of what the argument's about. You know what I mean? So we, we've got to Being be a contrary. bit more intelligent than that. Uh, but yeah. Love to all the fam that were locked in. Boom Bap Sorcerer. Mr. Green. King Chico. Tempest Elixir regan Martha Sovereign, Liz Williams, Sinead. You know what I mean? A lot of love out here, man. DJ Pro Tracks, always. Where's your more, man? We didn't see your more this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was sure it should be about. Robbie Love, big up. Salute IBMCs, probably logged off because we was talking about drinking pee a lot. By the time. <laughs> Nice one, <laughs> JM. Love for coming through, all the family, and shout out to all the, um you know, silent listeners. Make sure you subscribe to all the uh streaming. Yeah, jugglings
2: for your pod. We put the podcast up pretty much every weekend after the show. So yeah, go and uh, get on iTunes or Spotify. I think I think a lot of people go on Spotify and yeah, listen again. Uh, yeah, leave fine. comments if you can. Say something horrible if you have to. I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It all helps. Mister um, Green, if you're in an enclosed space, you can definitely catch an airborne virus. Okay, guy. <laughs> um, is that what he said? He's
1: like, you definitely can. Like, there's no, there's full stop. Right, that's it. That's right. Prove King, it. King Ch- <laughs> King Chico is
2: going to be at Park <clears throat> Jam. Yep, that's
1: it. See you on Monday, <clears throat> first of May going to be down there at Sparfields for the Park Jam breaking convention 10 years of breaking f- convention park jam 20 years of the breaking convention uh in you know as it is and then it's also 50 years of hip hop baby yeah <coughs> we got to do a special for that 50 years of hip hop
2: yeah when is it again
1: the actual date I think it's August the 11th or something like that is it yeah, yeah i think it's something like that 118 yeah we'll get into all of that one day some shit you might not never know nothing about listen ladies and gentlemen we gotta go man you know how it is that's dan dna my name's mice diggy this is some shit you might not never know nothing about and guess what bitches and bitchettes we're out